rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? Hi, guys. I'm sitting down again. Does this sound weird? Does this audio sound weird to you guys? The fuck? Once again, I sound like I'm in something, like underwater. Does that sound okay to you? Or uh, you guys will let me know in a minute. I had to change headset. Maybe it's the headset. Hold on. One, two, three. I mean, that sounds better, but I only have it in one ear. I guess I'll see how long I can endure it. And I'll get your feedback. How do you... It's, tell me, um, guys, on the chat. I see you guys on the chat. Will... Uh, let me know if you can hear me okay. So, I don't know. If, if you can, I might change my headset again. This headset is broken. And it's uh, only coming out of one ear. And that's kind of irritating, but it does, it sounds, I don't know if it's the headset or if it's the mic. So, okay. I sound fine. Okay, good. Thank you, Jonathan. Hold on. All right. I'll deal with it. I guess I'll get used to it. And all right. Yes, guys. Um, thank you for hanging out and thank you so much so far. I, 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 I see the chat room filling up. Jonathan, thank you for joining. And thank you, Richard W., again, of course, for your super chat. <laughs> Another great show, Tower. We just got started, and I love your optimism. I think it's going to be a great show, too. Uh, I'm sorry I got started a little late. And I. Uh, it's because there's a lot going on and getting prepped and all that. And now I, you know, I mean, look at me. I, I, I look a mess. I don't, I don't know. I'm just... And maybe it's my body dysmorphic disorder. I feel like I look like a like frazzled. And anyway, it's it's fine. The lighting is not that great either. So we'll blame. And also, you know, I'm uh, I'm old. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I, I you can't say that, right? Because what's the alternative? It's not that I'm complaining. I'm really not. Because I do look, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I, uh, I gotta get, I need therapy. I do go to therapy and I'm just saying I need, I probably need a session right now because I'm looking at my hair. Okay. Who cares? This is not why <laughs> we're not, this is not, you know, a show about me complaining about myself. So this is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And I really appreciate you guys for your flexibility. The minute the show starts, you get the notification. So I, if you want to join us, hit the hit the notification bell because you'll you'll uh, find out, or it'll pop up on your phone or whatever when we go live, and we get to hang out. And this is what really is uh, the best part of the show is you guys for me. And, you know, we're, we're not just venting, um, we're, I think we are making a difference. Yeah, it is therapy, Jim, on the chat. It's therapy for the resistance. It really is. Because, you know, we're not just talking about the daily uh, current events, which we are, but we put it in historical context and we bring humanity into it. What is it? Uh, you know, it's really about what we're talking about. What progressivism is, is 
leaving no one behind. That's that's it. We stick together, we win is the umbrella term for progressivism, for what we're trying to do. And I think that's the same it's the same thing as saying e pluribus unum. So we are as much as the founders were hypocrites as we know and they had their blaring glaring blind spots being able to write all men are created equal and uh, while owning other human beings and of course considering women not even you know just like the chickens in the in the cows just part of your property so we're we're uh, making a more perfect union and you see what's happening in this <clears throat> in this world there is so okay well let me um formulate before i begin thank i just want to thank everybody for your patronage and of course again richard for your super chat another great show and jim thank you for your super chat right out of the gate so we see what's going on in the world and it's everything is cause and effect as we know so we had an opportunity in this pandemic to get to come together every crisis is an opportunity to unite and however we the way we responded to it and it's not we it's them it's the right wingers yet again taking i mean yeah, we talk about this on the show. Everything that the right wingers say throughout history, from my just even in my lifetime, all their warnings, all their, uh, you know, uh, stoking the fear of their of the people that they pretend to represent, it never comes to fruition. But we have to endure it. We have to endure their tantrums constantly and they're being manipulated deliberately just like billionaires and now we have the billionaires but the one percent throughout history have played this dirty trick everybody's talking about what's going on in canada uh, this is yet another astroturf fund billionaire funded full rage of a bunch of idiots they are in the minority and they're just loud so everybody has to pay attention to them um so what i hope we make a difference on this show one of the things that i hope we we do and i think we i think it does help and i i, I think it's getting out there is changing the paradigm and uh about how democrats message democracy it's really it boils down to communication human beings are storytellers and the 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 fascists really have a uh, they have mastered it because they have nothing else they have nothing in reality like these idiot truckers up there i mean the the fact is yeah, well, we know. Oh, now over 90% of the truckers in Canada are vaccinated. The truckers in Canada, they if they don't want to have a vaccination, they need to get tested weekly. This is not tyranny. This is 
social responsibility. And the Republicans and the right-wingers of all, all over the world are emboldened, and they're being encouraged by, by right-wing fascists, billionaires, who don't want to pay taxes. That's what it comes down to. They, will, they like a monarchist, a monarchist world, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? They like the aristocracy. They want that. They don't want to be taxed, and they need this to turn the, the people against each other. Because the fear, the biggest fear is that we, the working class, the, the people who make the goddamn world go round, will get together and um, have a democracy. You see? Because I, I'm so tired of having to endure the lies and the fact that they never, ever have to atone for it. Where's the consequences for stoking fears about death panels? Right? I mean, we could ever, let's take, um, what about the Medicare fears that Ronald Reagan sent that record out saying, oh, we will wake up in America one day and tell our people when we were free. You motherfucking assholes. And so fast forward. We're in. We're trying to. We're not even give health care for everybody. We're trying to open. Trying to regulate the fucking blood-soaked, greed-centered insurance racket. That's all Obamacare is. And I'm really tired too. Just, just an aside. I have to tell you. You know, people like, for example, my sister will say, "Oh, you got you get that Obamacare." You know, and I have to repeatedly effing educate her because she lives in a bubble and never watches news or or look at a goddamn newspaper she just hears shit in an elevator and thinks oh you know i don't want to pay taxes either for these lazy bastards you know what i mean so that's that's what we're dealing with in general in the in this country it's divide and conquer and uh you know it's also willful ignorance stupidity uh, but you'll say, you, you know, you get that Obamacare. I'm like, you fucking have Obamacare, too. We all have Obamacare. God damn it. And, and the fact that the people don't seem to realize that is, is, is an example of the, um, you know, the failure of, de- of the Democrats to message. What are you talking about? We all have Obamacare because Obamacare is regulating the goddamn insurance racket. So everyone now, I, I mean, I remember when people were kicked off when they got sick and went bankrupt or what, or kids weren't, uh, they would hit their lifetime cap before they hit puberty. I mean, this, this country is sick. We are sick and they, they like it that way. They want it that way. I have to play something though, just to get us started uh, today. That's something that pissed me off. So, and it's really it's part of the problem too. Here we go again. This was today at uh, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, gets together with the press. This is. Uh, let me just play it before I vomit. It's going to close by saying that. Um... You've heard me say again and again that the Republicans seem to be having a limbo contest with themselves to see how low they can go. 
Wait, we hold on. Oh shit. <laughs> Do you hear that? Where is that coming from? I'm talking I want to talk about that, but not right now. Oh my god. Do you hear that? It's fucking uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, it has to be on another I do this all you guys know. This is a one of these pet peeves. These because I have every goddamn website open that that we're gonna talk about. Now there's a Grammarly commercial. Oh my god! Uh, I can't find it. Where'd it go? I I don't want to close all these windows because I need them. Somebody help me. Okay, there you go. It must have been the independent that did that. All right, let's get back to... I, I don't know if you heard that or not. You'll, you guys will tell me on the chat. It just pops in my ear. Grammarly! Like an, and before, it was Marjorie Taylor Greene. We'll, we'll talk about her, too, because she's a dumbass. And I'm sure you heard she thinks the gazpacho is coming for her. It's indicative of their ignorance. They're ignorant. Gazpacho! Who makes that mistake? You don't make that mistake by accident. You know, I know I've mispronounced people's names and I have a hard time with words sometimes, but it's, you, I know that the Gestapo is not the Gaspacho. It's, uh, it's a sign of her ignorance. Okay, we'll get to that soon. But first, listen to Nancy Pelosi. Rock bottom. Let's talk about the Republicans. That what happened on January 6th was normal political discourse. Legitimate, legitimate political discourse. I've also said that Republican Party, country needs a strong Republican Party. It made great contributions oh, to what? our country. I say this to Republicans all yes, the time. You say Take it back your all party the time. from this cult. Take, Take back, back your, your party. party. America needs a strong Republican Party. We do? And a strong Democratic Party. We need a strong Republican Party. Well, uh, okay, I'll, I'll let her finish. But it has been hijacked, and it's disturbing that see, to see that the Republican leader of the House ran, actually literally refused to condemn that resolution of legitimate political discourse. He literally ran away from the press when he was asked about his position, uh, the Republicans can run, but they cannot hide from what happened on January 6th to call that legitimate political discourse. 140 law enforcement officers were wounded. Some people died. It was a, an assault on our Capitol, our Congress, more importantly, assault on our democracy. They can run, but they can't hide. With that, I'm pleased to take any questions. Republican Party. Which country needs a strong Republican Party? It made great contributions to our country. I say name this. one. Oh wait, now I don't have any fucking headset. Okay, name one. Name one. I called Nancy Pelosi's office many times. I'm gonna call it again. I say, please give me an example of what the effing Republicans have done for this country. What are you talking about? You stupid, sucky, old... I mean, I'm now... Okay, sorry. Sorry. I'm, tr I'm, tr I'm trying to think of words to call her. Out of touch? 
It's not about being old because Bernie is old and he is always on the right side of history. And I'm not that young either, so whatever. <laughs> it's not about that, you know. And it's about being out of touch. She just did this again today. There are... I, I, the, the thing that is so outrageous is that the Republicans don't have a vested interest in rehabbing their party the way goddamn Nancy Pelosi does. Yes, the, the Republicans created the EPA on the chat. That's... Yeah, exactly. But even still... Um, you know, Nixon was a crook who uh, committed treason as well as uh, Reagan to get elected. And we have it on tape when Johnson said, this is treason, you know, tell him to stop going behind the back of the American president and negotiating with our enemies. And uh, Ed Everett Dirksen said, I know this is treason. I know. Well, it's not. It's another day in the office for uh for the Republicans. Anyway, okay, they, they, they created the EPA, or they, Nixon signed the bill that created the EPA. Wonderful. Um, very, very nice. I, I, what else have they done? We have, we've had this conversation before. Now they're just trying to destroy the EPA and doing everything they can to destroy anything that they ever had bipartisan support. Look at what they're doing to voting. I'm so sick of it. Once again, the fascist, we'll, get, we'll talk about this too, the fascist Supreme Court okays racist-ass gerrymandering out of existence, just making it so people who have darker pigment cannot vote. What is this shit? It's goddamn 2022, and they're dragging us back to times that we left, what well, we thought we left in history's trash pile. But... The reason we need uh, a a liberal media, and this is the liberal media, guys, so I, I want to thank you for hanging out. I want to thank you for your, everything, your support, your patronage, your your support on Rockfin and other channels that, and uh, what else, good reviews, all of that helps keep us going and growing, but this is... The, something that the billionaires they've they've known for generations that's why they took over the media unfortunately we know how the goddamn democrats enabled that they set the groundwork for the this kind of media where now we have people who can't agree on reality and that's the death knell of democracy right there well, and we talk about it all the time. We, in order to have a functioning democracy, you need, uh, you need trust. You need an agreement, and uh, and trust is part of it. So when they started with the government is the problem thing, we should have shut that shit down. But the problem is the Democrats are part of the problem because they're swimming in the same corroded pool of money and they're sucking on that corporate teat and the corporations and their billionaire benefactors and masters have taken over the government. They've bought this government. And we have, uh, we, to, in my opinion, the Democrats, they, there's, there's less... Um, 
filthy fascist Democrats than their uh, than the Republicans, of course, because the Republican Party is a it is a is a fascist death cult, really. At this point, they uh, lie to their constituents. They have a uh, a media apparatus that is funded by billionaires to keep the people dumb and loud and. Now they're, uh, it really is like Malcolm Nance says, we're, we're witnessing an insurgency, a right-wing insurgency that's t- that is not on the fringes anymore. It's being, um, it's supported by their, it's supported by the mainstream Republican Party. And they're calling for violence. These people don't want to offend the fascists they need their votes in the meantime while they're getting uh, rid of voting once and for all this is like every every other republic that's fallen this is what happens guys we talked we talk about it all the time the last days of the roman republic the the people who lived in the roman republic and in the last days when augustus assumed power after civil war, after civil war, after civil war, he and by the time he was done, the Roman Republic was dead, and then they were into the empire, and it didn't take very long for the intergenerational aristocracy to turn into corrupt, mad, mad people. I mean, it was like, what was it? So Augustus? Tiberius, no wait, who was the second? Augustus, Tiberius, Caligula. Um, who was the second one? What's that guy? Claudius, and then Nero. That was it. And Nero was forced to commit suicide. And of course, in the meantime, um, the people had to deal with madness the madness of caligula the madness of tiberius the madness of a uh, corrupt absolute power corrupts absolute power corrupts what is that <laughs> why can i talk power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely am i saying that right is it am i saying it uh, gestapo or g- gazpacho but it's uh, uh, it's so aggravating or uh, beyond belief i wish it was merely aggravating listening to nancy pelosi pine for these republicans that never existed republicans who don't have an interest they don't care they're not looking to rehab themselves they're looking to arm their constituents and turn them against people who actually want democracy. They have no boundaries. There's no low too low for them. I'm sure you heard of one of these, these cracker assholes. What did he do? He poked his finger into a representative's back. This fucking Republican. Man, I just saw this. Hold on. Can you believe that? Who is that? Who is who is this person to put his finger in someone's back? A sitting member of Congress, a woman, who the fuck are you to touch her? 
He put his finger in her back and said, just get on the train. Because, you know, asking a Republican to be a decent person and consider other people is now um, an offense to their freedom, which is, an, and it's uh, spelled uh, F-R-E-E-D-U-M-B, because they're, it's not freedom. They're freedom. Yeah, here it is. A Georgia lawmaker who extended his middle finger. Oh, no, wait, this is the wrong one. I'm looking at the wrong one. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, this is a... I didn't even see this story. Georgia lawmaker extended a middle finger in a group photo of the state house. Holy shit. I missed... How did I miss this? This... I, it's like a fire hose of, uh, of news, of course. Yeah, look at this shit. I didn't see that. Georgia lawmaker extends his middle finger in a... in a photo of the state house. Holy shit. And... Wow, uh, it really fits in what what we're talking about, because Republicans have so denigrated government that this is what happens. They give their finger in a house photo. What is this? Let me see this Atlantic Journal Constitution. I was talking about something else. I looked it up. Finger, and this is what came up. Let me see. Yes, the article is by Patricia Murphy in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It says, No, that is not your imagination. State Representative Dominic LaRica's middle finger is indeed shooting the bird in this year's Georgia class photo. Like I said, Republicans lack the maturity to function in a free democratic society. And here's another, here's exhibit Z uh, times a million. Once a a floor leader for Governor Brian Kemp, LaRica, or LaRiccia, I don't know, LaRiccia, has fallen out of favor with some senior Republicans in recent years and was drawn into the same district with a fellow GOP legislator, he is increasingly thinking about his next move. Who cares? Fuck this. Uh, so when a photograph, um, when a photographer took the annual group photo of the Georgia House last month, Laricia or Laricia was in a mischievous mood. He joked with colleagues about TikTok videos of kids ruining their family photos because. They are an emotional, emotionally stunted white men. So what he was triggered, and they revert back to schoolyard bully. Now, what would happen if this were uh, a teenager? There would be consequences. But oh well. So this prick ruins their photo, and also it's it is a is it really just. Uh, spitting in the face of democracy and every other every american who believes in it and every american who ever died for democracy that's what truly offends me it it seriously it hurts my soul when i think about every person who ever died for this thing and these pricks are literally wiping their asses on the curtains in the Capitol after they take a shit. 
They literally took a dump in the Capitol. But that didn't happen overnight. That wouldn't happen if there was any respect for democracy. They don't care. They don't like democracy. They like their con man. They like their privilege. They would rather consider themselves temporarily embarrassed millionaires than uh, think that they have to share a democracy with people who have darker pigment. That's what it's about. They don't like the separation of church and state. They don't like educating young people to believe in democracy and educating them about the truth. These are the pillars of democracy. There's no getting around that. So shut the F up, Nancy Pelosi, with your, with this, this mythical Republican Party that never existed. Well, it certainly hasn't existed since Eisenhower. That's the last legitimately elected Republican president. All of the rest of them are, are, were committed treason to get into office and dirty tricks or were appointed by the Supreme Court. At, all along the line, the corporate media deregulated by Bill Clinton uh, gives them cover by saying, oh, uh, what's his face? Moscow Mitch, he violated a norm. Or, what, I mean, what does this violate a norm? Or the, 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 um, the language matters. He didn't violate a norm. He wiped his fucking ass with, with the Constitution and also spit in the face of the American people and everyone who ever died for democracy. He danced on their graves and then he took a victory lap. And Joe, that smirk, that filthy smirk on his face. And we, ha- we now have an insurgency. It's not, it's not a take back your party, Nancy Pelosi, because Nancy Pelosi, what the fuck does she care? She's doing fine. She's in the 1%. She's on top of the heap. Oh, finally, she's on board with uh, House members not um, trading stocks. Oh, gee. It took you long enough. Only a couple of weeks ago, she was saying, oh, this is a free market. No, honey, it's a free for freaking all. For you. The rest of us are out here fighting over the scraps and also having to endure the loud... Um, ignorance of morons screaming in our faces and poking us in the back and talking about gestapo what <laughs> gazpacho what did she say gazpacho i mean it's so fucking dumb what are you talking about take it back take it back where they want to take it back they're taking it back to times we left in history's trash pile and that's what they've always done they've always been an anti-democratic insurgency that's the truth they never liked democracy they just never they weren't able to let their freak flag fly as much as it is they hate democracy my god it's it's the truth conservatism is fundamentally an anti-democratic ideology it is and the the people who adhere to it or are attracted to it uh, i can get to the bottom of it give me 10 minutes with them and if they were honest and i know that's difficult for them then we would find out that there's something wrong 
okay, they're racist, or they're, they're misinformed. What do you think? Paying tax—I mean, I just, I've told you this story. My sister would talk about my nieces and nephews who are who were in college. Now they're—you know—they graduated and whatnot. Saying, and she would repeat this bullshit. Say, oh, if you were a dreamer, if the kids were dreamers, because my niece and nephew went to Rutgers, uh, if they were dreamers, they would be able to get a full ride because they're giving dreamers a full ride. And so my sister, I mean, is, uh, was, you know, uh, repeating. And I was like, look, I don't know the story, what you're talking about, but you're really just... If that's true, which I highly doubt, um, you're you're putting your anger where it doesn't belong. It's not about kicking down on somebody lower on the ladder. Why is that? Why do? Uh, why is it that um, my nieces and nephews come out of college with giant uh, bills they have to pay for the rest of their fucking lives? Why? Uh, it's not because of dreamers. It's because of the fucking Republicans and the yeah, and the cursing is off the chart tonight. I still feel like there's something wrong with the microphone. Is everybody? Is this sound fine to you guys? It sounds okay. I don't know. I'll, I'm waiting. Uh, there's like a ten second delay. That's why I'm. Is it? Does the. Does the audio sound okay? Oh, so we have a troll in the chat room? Okay, thank you. I know, I need constant validation. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Mugstu. Thank you so much. It just sounds weird in my headphones. I don't know. Okay, it sounds fine. I will, I will take your word for it. I'm just looking around, making sure things are in the right place. Poppy Champlin's supposed to be calling in. I'm not sure when. Just to say hello. You know her. Comedian. Wonderful person. And thank you, Errol, again. For your validation. Sounds great. And thank you, Winston. All right, cool. And thank you, Mark C., who is going to be on the show on Friday. I want to let you guys know that we're meeting back here on Friday at around the same time, eight, eight in the 8 o'clock vicinity. And Mark is going to help us emotionally, spiritually, physically, sexually, and um, morally get through the last days of the American Republic. Yes, Jonathan on the chat. Bill Clinton destroyed the Democratic Party. Yeah, he did. It's <laughs> it's the truth. And when I was watching, well, it's because they... they they did the whole try. Well, he did the triangulation shit, and um, they jettisoned the New Deal. We should. We would be a, a a much different country if the Democratic Party weren't such such weak ass uh, capitulators. Mark, what do you mean? Mark says I am. Yeah, what are you? You're coming on the show on Friday. Am I wrong? A radical you.com? You're gonna we're gonna talk about it? Or maybe I'm jumping into a conversation that is about something else. 
If you're on any other platform, come over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster and join the conversation. We have a really great chat room and it it's great. It always it's always great. And I hate for you to miss out if you're on Facebook or or uh, others. What else? Where else am I? Twitch. Rockfin. Rockfin. You could stay on Rockfin if if you want <laughs> all right what was i saying yeah um bill clinton destroyed the democratic party he started uh, because there was really no opposition to the reagan so-called revolution and, and the reagan revolution was a no i know well marxy says <laughs> about helping people sexually i was just kidding around that was that was a joke you're gonna help people you know emotionally and spiritually and all that where we need that's this is uh the whole person where we gotta get through this time and a lot of times we do talk about spiritual and and um philosophy spiritualism okay and oh yes let me sorry if you're on listening just merely on audio you must be you must be uh like shut up okay let me see. Yes, the, here's my take on the whole uh, Reagan counter-revolution. Because it, was, it wasn't a revolution, it was a counter-revolution. The FDR presidency, the New Deal, that was a true revolution. And if I'm not mistaken, I remember reading something about FDR saying it like that, saying the Amer it's time for a revolution for the American people. And, and that's a... I'm just paraphrasing, but... He was a traitor to his class, of course. Um, and because he was born into wealth, but I think, and it's sort of like what we were, when we were talking about the, the power, that book, Power, what is it called? Corruptible, Who Gets Power, and what it does. Wait, how is it? Let's see. Who Gets Power and How It Changes Us by Brian Class. And Brian Class was the, the, the hypothesis is, or is it power that corrupts the person or is the person who is corruptible attracted to power? And the thing is, it's a little bit of both sometimes. And it's, but it's also, uh, well, well, our system is set up to attract the absolute worst people. So we'll just leave it at that for now. And it's uh, because they're, they're the ones who want to jump in. And like Trump, he saw the opportunity to really get in on a lucrative grift because he's a grifter and he has been his whole effing life. And so, uh, yeah, and the, the, the corruptible assholes, um, you know, they don't, they're not looking at the American experiment as a high ideal that they believe in and want to pass on to the next generation. They don't give a shit. They want to wrap themselves in the flag, of course, and pretend to be super patriots, like have Henry Wallace said, but they are, they're fascists. They, they're autocrats. They want the concentrated wealth. So, okay, as far as Bill Clinton... Here's my opinion. 
on the whole this is why we're here too i mean the whole thing really can be traced down to racism and the the fact is the new deal had racist aspects where people who had darker pigment could not could not avail themselves of parts of the new deal that helped build the middle class and build intergenerational wealth into the white working class so but okay now my father for example was a garbage man he worked the new york city sanitation he also worked for the post office i mean he worked you know working middle class i mean blue collar jobs and he was able and my mother worked uh, as well uh, at the post office so we were you know solidly working class but able to live in a nice house on staten island have a car get a get another car for my mother change you know buy a car every couple of years go on vacation live a decent middle class life and my father was able he had disposable income he can go and he liked to take drives to Atlantic City and play blackjack. And uh, on those drives, he listened to Rush Limbaugh. And that really, I believe, poisoned his brain, as, the, as it is meant to do, and uh, turned him and others like him against people lower on the ladder. And that was the purpose of Rush Limbaugh. So because my father was able to have these things, have a house, you know, they bought the goddamn house. They have, uh, you know, accumulate intergenerational wealth that way. And he, he was under the impression that this applied across the board. So... And a lot of these white working class people, uh, this was the myth that, of course, Rush Limbaugh was uh, perpetrating and pouring into their heads, that it's really a bad, like, there's, welfare is for lazy people. If a social safety net um, is being taken advantage of, and everyone can have a decent life if they just work for it. Why don't they get up and work, Right. And uh, some people, quote-unquote, were getting handouts and things handed to them. And it would come out in these insidious ways. And, uh, and as I grew older, I was never... I, I never... I knew my father was full of shit. Um, and uh, as I got older and learned about the world, my father and I used to have arguments about this. And I would say to him, "You're you're a dupe. Well, what are you doing? You know, you're you're kicking down on people lower on the ladder because you think because you were able to have a middle class life that everyone was availed to the same opportunities. That's just not true, especially in this country. And they used it. They used those divisive that divisive rhetoric to." divide and conquer people who should who have more in common than my father ever had with fucking Rush Limbaugh or his ilk that's the insidious aspect uh, uh and it was really built into the new deal in order to get the new deal passed these 
racist aspects, uh, the racist policies and, uh, you know, the restrictions had to be had to be built in because they needed buy in for from the racists. And this is our problem. The United States has always had to compromise with evil compromise with the racists and in that in those compromises you are building in a civil war you're building in the divisiveness you're building in a trump so this myth that every and that's what turned the working class against each other and brought on the reagan revolution now, I know that Rush Limbaugh was not on during Reagan, but th- this was the, um, it was, the groundwork was being laid. And because of the white working class was, was successful, thanks to the New Deal, because the, the, we didn't have a middle class because billionaires felt like trickling or they were feeling benevolent one day. It was built by government policy. And, and Reagan, I mean, and uh, FDR said it himself. Don't let them tell you any differently. This is, we are on our way back because we planned it that way. And, but we know that the Republicans would be like, oh, this is just the turn. This is the way it is. The, the market up and down. Now it's up. No, no, no. We had, uh, and they also talk about after the war, of course, the American middle class was going to be, uh, exploding thanks t- to the fact that Europe was in shambles. But, and we I've discussed before, uh, our exports from uh, that time were only 5% of our economy. So, you know, the economy was doing fine at home. We were building things. People were at work. People, we were exporting somewhat. And it, so that's a canard, too. The middle class was built through government policy. That's it. And government policy destroyed it. It's not, you know, you think that um, all of this, all of the wealth is funneled at the top suddenly after for 40 years. So 40 years ago, the lowest paid worker and the highest paid worker, the gap was 50 percent or 50 times. Now it's over 400 times. Do you think that's because they're working 450 times more and they deserve this? Uh, No, it's because of policy. And all along, as the the American... See, the the conservatives consider a a economically vibrant working class a detriment to what they want to do, which is steal and they don't give a shit. We're all just a bunch of hosts from which to suck profit for these parasites. They're not um, operating out of a love of country. So don't uh, don't let them... F- of course you don't let them fool you, but it's... Uh, so many people do. Just wearing those stupid red, white, and blue shirts and shit. I mean, they look... It's embarrassing. It's there, and there's no difference really between a uh, one. Oh, well, I'll show you this picture actually. I did this little meme. Here we go for the Tarabuster site on Facebook, which I mean, Facebook sucks. I know Facebook killed 
Republican dirty tricks, the website, and it's not surprising. We will talk about Peter Thiel, the billionaire who was on the board, who left the board to go and um, fund some more right-wing astroturf um, assaults against democracy, including the truckers. So let me show you this picture. Not that one. Uh, it's on here. Look at that. What's the fucking difference? There's, there's the Taliban, and there's a candidate for governor. No, no, what is he? He is a candidate. Do I have his name down here? Yeah, Rick Bratton. And, of course, he's wearing a Let's Go Brandon shirt. Look at these kids. This is child abuse. There's no difference. And then you search, you'll, you'll see pictures of infants. This is another thing these, these assholes like to do. They like to pose babies with guns, like babies in next, next to an assault waterfall. And there's a, the same exact photo, basically and practically, of somebody, of some child, a baby, laying with an ISIS flag and an assault weapon. They're the same. It's the same mentality. Except they want a little bit more Jesus and the other ones, you know, want uh, whatever. Allah. So, but it's the same sick-ass fundamentalism that lacks the ability to function in a democratic society. That's what it's about. They lack the maturity. What are you doing? With this, with these guns, assholes. I, the other thing is, I don't, I don't get it. What part of well-regulated don't you understand? Well-regulated militia. Well, it says it right there. That's not. These assholes are not a well-regulated militia. They're just a bunch of douchebags. And this is the insurgency. What are you doing? Who, where do you think you live that you need assault weapons like that? You need one, two, three, four, five, six, six effing assault weapons. Rapid fire. You, you're not going to go, what are you going to kill a herd of deer? You know, I mean, no, they want to kill people. That's what the, those guns are made for, not for hunting or sport there to kill their fellow Americans. The problem with the Democratic Party is they don't have a spine. Instead of talking like me, saying this is enough with this shit, what part of well-regulated militia don't they understand? Hanging out, having, just, you're wearing the same plaid red shirt, that doesn't make you a friggin' militia. It makes you uh, a cult, a nut job. It makes you an abusive parent passing your sickness on to the children. These kids, this child abuse. You think they're learning about the liberal age of enlightenment? And uh, the high ideals of e pluribus unum? We're in this together? No. And I know it means out of many one, not that, you know. Instead, we get this. I'm going to close by saying that um, 
You've heard me say again and again that the Republicans seem to be having a limbo contest with themselves to see how low they can go. Okay, great. Stay on that. Stay on that. What are you talking about? I I really want her to explain because maybe I'm missing something. If... Uh, you know, Nancy's calling to take back their the their party. Well, what, what, what they what have they done? What's the great shit they've done? You can name one. Another thing. This is a hallmark of propaganda: is that they don't have the receipts. They don't say uh, specifically what they're talking about. And Nancy Pelosi's doing it right here. Take back your party. Uh, the American people need a strong Republican Party that's done so much good for America. What? What fucking good? What good? You give me an example. What is so hard about that? If, and that's, that's what propaganda is. They expect you to fill in the gaps. And it's like, if I say the word cat to you, Everybody's going to think of a different cat in their mind instead of uh, if I wanted to talk about Tara Jr. Jr., then I'll have a picture of that and then we'll all have the same image. But what happens when the media does this, Nancy Pelosi does it, the Republicans do it, they're doing it because they're reaching into the psyche of the whoever they're talking to and they're pulling out their fears or what you know they're tickling their racist funny bones and in this instance Nancy Pelosi what she is she's enabling fascism she's enabling it because uh, it's not strong enough to say, take back your party because the American people needs a strong Republican Party that's done so much good for America. That basically says the Republican Party, yeah, it's an option. It's, it's an option. Okay, now uh, they're a little crazy, but we're, uh, they're an option. It's, they're not an option. They are a fascist death cult insurgency with a con man at the top who's destroying democracy because he cannot stand the fact that he's a loser and everybody knows it. He's a fucking loser. The Republicans are losers. They hate democracy. They hate America. And how can you tell? Well, look at, just look at every, look at their, look at how they dress. Look at their lies. The other day we did that Dan Bongino thing. And um, <laughs> thank you, I am Antifa on Twitter for giving me a, a lesson in how to pronounce it. So we did the Dan Bongino thing when, where they took, he took, deliberately took the, um, the stats on the healthier states and completely flipped them upside down. The healthiest states are not the red states. They're the fucking blue states. But so tell me, Nancy, what, um, what's the great things? I don't know. They seem to have reached rock bottom with their statement that what happened on January 6th. Okay, was- you see, she has an example. Great. 
that's the way you do it. That's the way you educate people. You don't go on your media platforms like corporate media does and say, well, uh, the uh, American people know that the Republicans have done so much good for America. Okay, what? Tell me. What have they done? List it. They'll, uh, it's an epidemic in this country, but it's, it's also it's lazy and it's, it's propaganda. That's what it is. They want you to fill in the blanks. They want you to, to fear death panels, caravans, all of that. They want you to fear socialism. Well, what's socialism? You seem to f- you like socialism a hell of a lot. All throughout history, the same operatives, the same entities have tried to destroy this country. They've tried to destroy our 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 attempt to get Medicare, right? They try, and now when Medicare was signed, okay, on to the next thing. Now all of a sudden, the Republicans are keep your government hands off my Medicare. But there's no consequences for them for through for them vilifying and fear mongering over it. You see, there's no, you know, they, they never pay a price. And Nancy Pelosi, she doesn't want them to pay a price either. What are you talking about? If you have, if, if they've done so much good for America, you would be able to rattle it off. What have they done? I could tell you what liberals have done. Uh, we, we live in, in the middle class, whatever's left of it. It's now below 50% of the population, which doesn't seem to get any play on corporate media. Uh, it's because of liberal policies, building from the ground. And that's what liberalism is. Don't leave anybody behind. We're in this together. One person, one vote. We all have value. And that's what makes us strong. You want to talk about American exceptionalism? We're exceptional because we're a nation of immigrants. And we live in this melting pot. I remember the schoolhouse rock when I was little. The American melting pot. What is it now? What the, the Republicans, when they got into office despite receiving fewer votes, they took that off of the immigration and naturalization um, mission statement. They took off uh, the first line, which was America is a nation of immigrants. They, they took that off. Why? Is that one of the great things they've done for this country? What effing great things, Nancy? I am so sick of it. I hope you guys call because I'm going to call her. I'll, I will be calling her tomorrow again. And asking her if anybody answers the phone, they usually don't. You leave a message, but and asking them what good? Well, tell me. But if if they've done so much good, you can tell me one thing. But if you can't, shut the fuck up about this shit. I see Poppy on the chat. Poppy, you want to call in? Oh, did I say you don't have the number? How many times I got to give these fuckers the number? Not you, Poppy. I'm talking about everybody. <laughs> Let me see. I don't know. 
would doom. Let me play this while I find the number. Normal political discourse. Legitimate, legitimate political discourse. I've also said that Republican Party, country needs a strong yeah, Republican you've said Party. It. You've said it. We do? Great contributions to our country. I said, what? Fuck it. I, I'm sorry, guys. I know. I know. It, it just drives me insane every time I hear it. It's we have a whole she's not the first time i have a whole bunch of other clips of her saying it they've done so much good it's baffling to me i want to have an i want an aneurysm when i'm listening to this because i can't handle it i can't take it anymore give me an aneurysm i just i need to just boom get out of here it's crazy great contributions to our country. I say this to Republicans all the time. Take back your party from this cult. Take back your party. America needs a strong Republican Party and a strong Democratic Party. Oh, oh yeah. Well, uh, that's an afterthought. Hijacked, and it's disturbing that see, to see. No, it hasn't been hijacked. It's coming along as planned. This is the way it's supposed to go. It's supposed to go to batshit crazy. Oh, thank you, Poppy. You have the number. I'm only kidding anyway. You know I love you. Otherwise, I wouldn't tell you to come on the damn show. God damn it. Where is is the call in studio? Oh, fuck it. Did I lose it? I might have to log in again. Hold on. Oh, my God. This is what you get. It's fine. Everybody is used to it. It's me. This is a one-man band. I lost the call-in studio. I know it's there somewhere. Man, oh man, oh man. Did I not start it? What the fuck is going on? Call in, Pop. Poppity-pop-pop-pop. And we'll get you on the air. Poppity-pop. Poppity-pop. It says it may not be able to hear you because your speaker volume is low. Maybe that's why it sounds weird. Something is wrong with my computer. That's what it says on on Skype. Let me see what the hell is going on here. F and Jesus, help me. Help me, Jesus. Don't tune away. Don't turn away. Why can't I hear myself? All right, now it's on mute. Wait a minute. I don't know, man. I don't know. What is too low? It's just, it says it on Skype. I'll show you. Not that. Let's see. Oh, it's not, you can't see it. See, it says you may not be able to hear because your speaker volume is too low. People are having trouble hearing you. Move closer to your mic. That's what Skype is saying. What is going on, world? I don't know. Hello? Hello? Speakers? Let me do this. Hmm. That's working. Microphone is mic. All right. I don't know. I just don't know. 
I hope I have it together when Mark calls in on Friday. Maybe that's why it sounds weird. But you can hear it, so that's all that matters, really. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Poppy. Pop? Hey. Oh, good. You can. I can hear you. Okay, great. I, I don't know. I'm having, like, weird audio issues. I'm, it sounds very weird to me in my ears, in the headset. Uh-huh. And then I showed you the Skype is saying that some, uh, something is low and people can't hear me. And I don't know. <laughs> Let's see if the people can, can hear you. Hear you can fine. hear. You heard it fine. Okay, that's all that matters. Uh, guys, let me know if you can hear Poppy loud and clear as well. All right. Okay. Thank yeah. you. So, I was I was searching for my earbuds, so but uh, I can't put these in this phone because it's a round hole, and I need a I need another size. You need a different hole? hole. I know. I need a different hole. <laughs> I need a, That's what she said. <laughs> That's been my problem my whole life. Right. I need a different hole. You get a lot of holes, Poppy. I mean, I have to tell you. <laughs> You got a, a lot of you got a lot of them. What? It's I'm getting, a regular golf. <laughs> it's getting a little racy around here. That was racy. I sir. know, right? I know. What? It, so racy quickly. Why it did. That's we I know. Anyway. You gotta just laugh sometimes and get racy. So you were doing a class, That's Poppy. Right. What was going on? Yeah, I have a comedy class. That's great. Where yeah. is it? Do you and, do it in uh, person or what? How do you do it? Yeah, we've been, they've been doing it in person, and uh, the show is this Friday, and I have five. Oh students. wow! I had six, but one dropped out. Oh, uh, what happened? What and, happened to him? Did he not realize he can't uh, do it, or something? Yeah, I think he he realized he didn't want to do it. Oh, like he signed he signed up, but his ex wife signed him up and paid for it oh like a gift yeah so that was already weird and then uh right and then he did it one night you know on the stage as we were getting closer to well no the second night he got up there and oh i know what it is i i i asked people to tell me who their favorite comic is and then go and study that comic right. and, and bring in a, a minute of their material. And oh, that's great. Uh, you know, just so they can get the feel of right. what it feels like to actually be funny. Right. Yeah. Are they funny, the guys, and, the people? I mean, I oh, guess different levels. take the class? Yeah. Yeah. What do yeah, you think? They're good? Totally different. So yeah. many different levels. Of, right. Uh, you know, it's... it's wait, wait, uh, wait. Uh-oh, hold on. Haiku is saying Poppy's Uh-oh. audio is sounding super quiet, but also like it's clipping. So maybe something with Uh-oh. Skype. Oh, fuck it. He fucked my life. This is, there must be something. You may not be able to hear because your volume is too low. Something is wrong with this Skype settings, I bet. Let me see. Hum, bum, bing, bum. I don't know what to do. Microphone. Jim wants to know how many nutcrackers I sold. <laughs> uh, super low, though. This is a problem. I got to fix this. This sucks. Why does everything uh-huh. suck? And I don't know what to do about it. That's the thing. Everything sucks, and I don't know what to do. Um, 
Errol, Errol says that they can hear me very well. Oh, okay. Well, I'm getting mixed messages then. So you are. Right. You're getting mixed messages. Yeah. Poppy's audio is. This is what Haiku says. Poppy's audio is super low, but it's also clipping. And then we get. I can hear Poppy very well. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll huh. just keep going for now. I have to figure out. I guess I'll look it up. Why Skype is telling me this? My speaker volume. Let me see. Skype says speaker. Maybe I can fix it right now. Speaker volume is low. I hope hopefully people won't tune out while I'm doing this. Speaker volume is too low. Too low. How to fix it. So where are you doing your show? Is uh, you have a the, the show is going to be at the Pump House Music Works right here in Peacedale, Rhode Island, and it sold out last week. Oh wow! So you're doing the your yeah. your opening and all that and closing. Yeah, correct. Like, well, closing, I'm not so sure, but I definitely am opening with twenty, and then I go in between. Maybe it isn't a full twenty, but then and then I go in between each one just in case you know we're down in a hole by the time one is done. But uh, I think mm. they're going to do okay. Plus, plus they're bringing a lot of people. One girl is bringing nearly thirty people. Oh my god, that's great. Yeah, so it's basically her show. Wow, so all her friends are going to see her, come see her, do her right. thing. That's great. Right. And she go, how, yeah. how do you think, what do you think? What's, her, what's your feedback well, on? I, I, I think what she's doing is good, and I've tried to, like, she doesn't land hard jokes. I like hard jokes to mm. land hard, you know, like, I like the setup, the, the, the premise, the setup, and the punch, you know. I, mm -hmm. I like it to go like that, and, you know, hers is more storytelling, uh. so. That's different, uh, yeah. You know, so yeah, so I've tried to get her to throw in some hard jokes right. in there, and she did, and she she has. So I, I plus if it, if it's packed with her crowd, it's yeah, kill because that would be great. Know, they all know her, and they all know what she's talking about and who she's talking about. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that yeah. storytelling is like a is so different from stand up. People just they don't really realize that you could be funny in your family and telling stories, but the, the stand-up is a whole different thing. There's, there's an oh, art. Right. Yeah. It's a definite art form. So. Yeah. yeah. Like you definitely want to land jokes. You know? Right. You want them to land. Right. You want to exactly. Set them up and you want to land them. Yeah. And, and it's, it's funny. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What were you saying? It, I was saying how I have this one guy and uh, he was giving me a hard time. Because some people don't want to listen. They, they want to do it the way they mm -hmm. want to do it. They, mm -hmm. think that, they think that they're right, even though they've never done it. Right, right. And, and uh, they're trying to, like, debate you about it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Huh. So this guy wanted to do a song wearing a dog mask, like mm. this helmet mask of a dog. And I'm like, really? Why? I think you need to do that. That's the question. There was not even a premise about it. They just, right. He just wanted to throw it in there, you know? And, right. And the dog was just saying bad things. It just, I'm a bad dog. I shit on your lawn. Oh my I, I piss on your flowers. I, you know, it's like... Oh, that's kind of weird. Wait, I just lost my own audio. This sucks. This oh, no. fucked up. Wait, hold on. 
Hello, hello. I might have to like hold on. Can you hold on? Hold on to yeah. Oh yeah. Hold on. Everything. I can't hear myself. Hello. One two. One, two, fucking three. Okay. I hear myself now. I mean, I don't know what the fuck. Every, every day. Something wrong with that goddamn computer. Become a patron, please, so I can get some help up in this bitch. <laughs> really? I know. It's so yeah, annoying. I do. It's. I mean, I am technical to a degree, but uh, only yeah, because I've had to be. By now. Right. But then when things go wrong, I, I'm like... There's so many wires and there's so many buttons. Just go mm. off the rails. Anyway, so we're just. What do you What do you think about? Um, so I'm just as far as your class is concerned. Are other other people in the class? Are there any people doing politics in the class? Or it's no. just jokes? Yeah. I always uh, for personally, people always ask me what kind of stand up do you do. Mine is not really like about politics and i know you have said that i should do it i need to add that and start doing it and i haven't done stand-up yeah. in a few years since the pandemic but it's true though but the i just feel like well people say that whatever when we're discussing it on the air you know we're doing it in a funny way too so it's also more like well, venting right yeah, the thing is, when you're doing stand-up you know do you want to lose you know, a, a percentage of your right. crowd once right. you unmask who you are for and what you yeah. believe. Yeah, right. You have to really, you know, like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's because it's become so polarized. Right. That, you know, like right now I'm watching MSNBC and these truckers. Oh, yeah. Let's oh talk God. about that. Oh. What are they saying on MSNBC? Because they're, we were going to talk about that. So this is a good way to get oh, into good. it. Yeah. Cause it's a, it's, uh, I was just reading here. Let me see. We didn't, uh, I didn't read it on the air yet. So from this website called grid.news and they're yeah. talking about, they're doing some investigative reporting on what they, this movement quote unquote is. And it's, it is funded yet again. It's another AstroTurf asshole uh, enabled outrage full rage so the article says the hacked account and suspicious donations behind the canadian trucker protests so they yeah. there's this woman so she had a ha her facebook account got hacked and her daughter created a new facebook account for her and she's been trying to get her other account account gone or whatever but the but this uh, these donations and uh, pro trucker websites I mean our Facebook pages are being set up in the hacked accounts name do you know what I mean so it's huh. as if it's coming from an American or uh, you know a, a real person but this person is not in control of the account it's uh, oh, some wow. yeah it's a, it's a nefarious some fucker hacked the account and now they're pretending it's real it's it's an astroturf thing it might even be from goddamn russia for all we know because they they do that right. they create fake facebook pages and you know i when that guy peter thiel the billionaire he's a he's a fucking fascist and he left he was on the board of facebook and i when i think about what facebook 
Facebook is a right wing thing. You know, they're right wingers. Uh, I told you guys before that um, I, I, um, Susan, who is a friend and also a uh, supporter of Tara Buster, she tried to post something from the Tara Buster page on Facebook and she got a warning saying it was against community standards and that's not the first time and it was not it was nothing against community standards it just seems that everything from my page it's it's because they're 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 suppressing it you know like the right wingers think that they're under attack because they're being told they're under attack no they're not in fact the studies show the social media studies show that right wing um, Twitter feeds, right wing Facebook feeds get higher, uh, get higher promotion. And in my, I mean, it's just the algorithm uh, suggests yeah. it and it pops up. And I, case in point, my own Twitter feed. I don't know why. As soon as I log on to Twitter, I get all these fucking right wing assholes constantly. I, I'm not following these people. You know, but it's yeah. I get their accounts just popping up automatically on my feed. Like you're it's you're getting the f- the first um, opinion that you see is is from a right winger. It's really annoying. And, you know, oh. it also influences people. So let me see. According to this article, it says hundreds of people have been camped in the icy streets of Ottawa, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But a close look at several freedom, quote unquote, freedom convoy groups and crowdfunding efforts online shows the involvement of anonymous actors, deep pocketed non-Canadian donors and prominent U.S. right wing political figures. Uh, Once again, this is what they do. This is like when I went to um, Washington, D.C. with Mike Malloy and when the Supreme Court were um, hearing the Obamacare case another challenge to obamacare and then they had this handful of right-wing assholes i mean i ended up talking to a lot of them one woman you probably saw the picture of her she's the one with the get your hands off my medicare she had a big mickey mouse hand and uh that picture went viral of this woman with the big mickey mouse hand that said get get your government hands off my medicare and I, I spoke to this woman daily for, for days, uh, as long as we were there. We were there for three days. And I went out and spoke to her constantly. And she was a nice person. Uh, we would discuss. And I wasn't, I wasn't uh, aggressive with her or challenging. Or, but I would just say, you know, what are you doing? And she said, well, no one says that people shouldn't get health care but this is going to you know it was all this bullshit this and and all and it's wrapped in this fake uh concern like they're as if their way would be um beneficial to everybody and what we're trying to do like uh, as far as Obamacare, like regulating the insurance industry was an assault somehow because the insurance industry, we know how wonderful they are. So, you know, it's, yeah. uh, but anyway, the point is they were also funded by billionaires. So they got the buses and uh, with the, uh, you know, freedom, everything on the side of the buses. That's, that doesn't come cheap. 
and they were funded to go there by billionaires and it's happening yeah. again now they're funding this canadian protest Real which up. yeah good how are these truckers aren't they fucking i mean are they those aren't their trucks they don't own those i trucks. know i don't the know yeah. Well, I think that that's well, I think as far as I know, a lot of truckers and this is another thing, the truckers in the United States, they have been fucked over royally by by Trump and in, in the uh, in the GOP tax scam. They they basically robbed working people and funneled it once again to the top through the tax code. The tr truckers used to be able to write off mileage that's gone things like that that really uh -huh. um you know hurts people wow. and, and i and and yeah. a, lo a lot of mm -hmm. right 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 <laughs> that's because of trump he did that it's just like they did wow. with uh with teachers teachers used to be able to write off their um uh, if they bought supplies for the class they used to be able right. to write it off right can't do that anymore and the, i mean the, if the fact that the friggin that they had to write off that they had to buy supplies anyway is offensive right, right. and yeah. they do it they do it in a sneaky way why doesn't why doesn't the the see here's another thing why we this show and others like it are so important like why do why why can't i talk first of all but why can't <laughs> yes I, I can't talk but i'm doing a talk show okay but uh yeah it's okay they understand the the Buster crew understands they get they're getting us through but why do, do the dem why don't the democrats harp on that bang that friggin drum constantly how the G they say they will talk about the tax scam they'll say GOP or whatever roll back the GOP tax scam they don't say what's in yeah. it well tell tell people it's offensive they assaulted the working class in that scam to funnel money to the top 1% that's why Trump can go on his go to one of his Nuremberg rallies and say oh yeah we lowered your taxes <laughs> They didn't know a shit for those people that are cheering them. Mm -hmm. And any benefit no. that the working people got from the tax scam is expi it expires in 10 years. So it's rolling. You know what I mean? So everything for the rich yeah. is permanent and everything for working right. people is uh, if they, th you know, throw them a bone, but take it back when when they're not looking. It's such a scam. And I don't understand the Democrats. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Do you think that um, because of this convoy, this demonstration, I mean, you know, these 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 Trump freaks in our in our country, mm -hmm. they're gonna. Lie. Oh yeah, this they're is gonna happen. This. Yep, it's gonna happen and here. So that's gonna happen in our town yes. now. Yes. And like, so Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and. New York, I mm -hmm. guess they just took off the mask mandate tomorrow. Yes. Oh, I know. Friday, Which, Friday. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's also... Do you think that that had an effect? Probably. I mean, I think that the... It's... Uh, the whole thing with the mask mandate, they're uh, saying it's whatever. Um, you don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to. And, and, and it's up to the private businesses if they require it. 
the, the, yeah. there's still, um, you know, we're still in danger. There's uh, over 900,000 people di- who have already died. Over How many people died yet? I think over 2,000 people died yesterday. Yeah. I mean, there it's yeah. still out there. And I think it's I kind of babyish for everybody to be like, okay, we're done because we just don't yeah. want to deal with it anymore. And that's what it feels like to me. And, uh, you know, and I do think what you're saying is right. These Democratic governors are they're just like, fuck it. Um, I'm not dealing with this shit. Let them fucking go out and die. I you know, do what you want. Whatever. <laughs> I think that's really the. Yeah, I think that's kind of the overarching feeling like exactly. I'm not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, God, you know, God help us all if the Super Bowl gets of course. Uh, truck. Convoy. Oh yes, up exactly. Mm-hmm. 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 So like, um, convoy up there. Why can't Why can't the police do anything about it though? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's it, it's it's irritating. All they do, what are they doing? They're just blocking traffic and honking their horns, assholes. Yeah, and now they're on the bridge. They're on right. the bridge now, so that they're blocking the border from the mm-hmm. Canada. Right. Right. And it's all, I mean, the billionaires are sitting in their ivory tower uh, laughing their asses off because they're funding these assholes. So, like, in this article. Why? Why? Because they want a fascist society. These certain, not all billionaires, of course, but, but not that I know them personally. There shouldn't even be one fucking billionaire. But the somebody like Peter yeah. Thiel and the Koch brothers and the Mercer family and all, they fund this shit. That's what Why? they do. Why? Because they don't Why? like democracy. They don't want a democratic society. They don't want a, an uppity working class. They want a country where the rich run and own everything and everybody else just complies and does their thing and well, doesn't... What does, ba- what does that have to do? What does this have to do with that? Because it creates chaos and it also separates people. There's no unity here. So you have... Even though 90% of the truckers in Canada are vaccinated, you have this loud minority of assholes that are, uh, this is what they do. This is what Republicans do. They are the minority in general, but they're fucking loud and everybody has to like wipe their, their bottoms because they're little babies who just pooped in their diapers. That's what it's like. It's like watching a bunch of assholes. <laughs> right. It's like, like watching... Um, t- like what do you call it toddlers in we've all seen it uh, a toddler have a tantrum when the toddler's having a tantrum in a store or whatever everybody has to stop everybody has to attend to the toddler tantrum you know it's the same so thing is that, is that the is that the billionaire saying, look at the toddler having a tantrum yeah. and don't look over here well, it's part of it but it's all but it is it's it's one of the of course uh happy accidents of it don't look over here look over here but it is a way of dividing people and they're dividing people against the government the the billionaires yeah. these these fuckers hate government because government is the only entity powerful enough to stop them to to regulate them to stop them from stepping off their boots on everybody's neck. And they don't like huh. that. We 
we lived in a world. I didn't live in it. You didn't because we weren't born yet. But for the since recorded history from for well, at least the past 2000 years, the majority of the human race lived and died under a an intergenerational aristocracy right in western civilization that's what they want this little blip of time that we're living in with there were the the ascendancy of democracies all over because that came that came from the liberal age of enlightenment where then and it was it took you know hundreds of years people started to say hey we don't need a king and we don't right. need these in aristocracy assholes. We don't, you know, this is not, uh, you know, we don't need a government like this. This is oppressive. They're, and it, it came from uh, usually in the salons in France and uh, from people who were also rich and educated because the working people were too busy out there toiling in the fields and whatnot but you know like john locke Rousseau, some of them they were exiled or they had to flee their countries because and put in jail even because of these radical ideas but you can't stop uh, an idea if it's when it's time has come of course and it kind of spread but it, it started slowly and small, and it spread. And th- that notion was what inspired the American Revolution. It began in the tea shops with uh, the colonists sharing their pamphlets, like Common Sense. That was a that was sort of like the seventeen hundred, uh, you know, uh, version of I guess uh, someone's blog, really, right? So they would yeah. pass these pamphlets around, uh, and the you know, common sense is the famous one, but there were others, and you know, people would discuss like, do we need, what do we need this shit for? But it was also because they were being, uh, yeah, it was no taxation without representation, but that was really. Uh, the the because the British uh, at the time can really looked down on the colonists as well. So they yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean I, there's a whole other it's you know story about that you know uh, but it was again because of it, it, the revolution came really from the middle class and that's always what happens. Revolutions usually they come from the middle class because. The, um, you know, the poor are too busy trying to get through the day. They're not, they're not going to rebel. Yeah. And the American revolution was no different. It came from the middle class, but you know, I mean, there's a whole other level to it considering the, the racist racism and whatnot. But you know, anyway, the whole, the, 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 the problem now is that, all over the world, um, autocracies are once again on the ascendancy. And there were, the, the last century, usually, the, the Western civiliza- civilizations wouldn't, um, you know, they, uh, democracy was considered sort of the, the natural state of things. And, that, and it was the best for, and that's why, you know, United States would say we're making the world safe for democracy or blah, blah, blah. Of course, we were full of shit, of course, but whatever. And, um, yeah, now, uh, 
all over the world, you have these autocrats. They're not even hiding their disdain for democracy. Putin's doing it. And these fascist billionaires, I mean, maybe they don't call themselves fascists, but that's what fascism is. It's the merger of corporate and state. And <clears throat> like in Italy, the, there was the fascist, um, the, the parliament literally had representation from corporations that were, they were, you know, because it's the business yeah. class merging with the government and, and that's it. You know, it's and, mm-hmm. and get a fascist society. Well, what is Putin trying to do? What What do you think he's going on over there well, in Ukraine? Why oh, he- well, yeah. I mean, he's just. I think, you know, he's obviously an autocrat, but <clears throat> he hates democracy. He doesn't want Ukraine to join NATO, and and Ukraine wants to right. join. And uh, oh, do they- what's that? Because do he. The, yeah, uh, the government is pro-Western, not leaning towards Russia, but it's, you know, and of course we have, now we have these right-wingers, Tucker Carlson, who's who's on the side of Russia. I mean, it's the, the treason, the hate, yes, yes, they're playing Tucker Carlson clips in Russia saying how great he is look at look he's on our side and yeah you haven't seen that wait hold on yeah tucker carlson's they're calling him tuckio rose because he's a fucking traitor he's an outright it's like oh yeah yeah and he he's the one that went to turkey and uh and did a whole he did a show from was it turkey yeah. yeah wait hold on turkey Turkey Tucker, and I he, yeah he's Tucker. really building up some huge forces over there. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, what's his face? Uh, Putin and uh, Russia's yeah. an, is an oligarchy. That's what they want to do. It's really it is basically dragging us back to the system that the founders rebelled against, where. The rich own everything, and you have everybody else in their place. And the rich run everything. They have their little fiefdoms and kingdoms, and maybe they'll trickle on us every now and then if we beg nicely. You know? I mean, that's what it's about. And everybody just shut the fuck up and, uh, you know, live and die. And that's why the Republicans want to just eliminate the separation of church and state, because that's another tool that the um, autocrats of Western civilization have used for time immemorial to keep people in their place. I mean, for the church used to preach, if you rebel, the, the, you know, you're going against God. You're not just going against the king. You're going against God because the king was put in his right. place by God and you're in your place because that's the way it's supposed to be. And and if you're not rich, you're not, you know, blessed. That's how you know um, you're, that, that you're betters because they're rich. I mean, that's the world that the founders knew. That's why they put the separation of church and state in there, because they they knew firsthand the damage and the danger of uh, and really how it doesn't. You can't have a a democratic 
anything, a democratic republic with the church in, in uh, you know, with the church involved in government. But you see Republicans everywhere we look, they are um, whittling away at the, at, the, at the pillars of democracy. And they're doing it under the guise of patriotism, which is the, yeah. shows you how they're how sick they are. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They they don't know anything about history, much less democracy, much less reality. Half of them, it's all us against them. They've turned their their dumbasses against the very the very entities that can actually have help them create a democracy you know what i mean i mean that's but that's by design isn't that what trump was wasn't he trying to get to be an old yeah just like putin of course and so it would be putin putin trump and uh the chinese guy Mm -hmm. uh g g g yeah yeah ginseng jing and uh so that's three and uh, how many more do they do? Um, I don't know. Erdogan, Orban, Erdogan, yeah. Duterte. Yeah. And uh, I'm yeah. sure there's more. So they're trying to get a little group of them together. That's what they are. The yeah. This is what's happening. It's it's a and but the 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 thing is we have an an insurgency here in the United States. We have a right-wing fascist insurgency right here and they're 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 so fascist these these assholes i mean they're wearing their stupid eagle shirts with stars and these colors don't run i mean they're but they're they're they hate america they uh they want they are destroying america these are fascists they're i don't uh, it's so unreal to me that I, I you talk well you think about the cold war we had you know, Republicans and Democrats were, uh, you know, uh, under under the uh, the they all operated under the notion that that Russia was not our friend. Now we have, yeah, <laughs> we have now it's only the Democrats. Now we have a whole other political party that is doing Putin's bidding. There is no, there is no goddamn uh coincidence that or it's not by accident that trump did everything that he could for putin all on putin's yeah. wish list yeah, that's what i was thinking he kind of set him up yes he? and he wanted he and well putin is not a dumbass like trump he knew what he was dealing with he knows he's dealing with a dumbass he knows he's dealing with somebody who just needs to be flattered and is not that smart and is and isn't rich and god knows what goddamn uh compromise he has on him like the p tape and if if that's i don't know if that's real but it certainly sounds uh pretty real and it sounds like something he would do like he's staying in obama's room and anything because he's so he's such a low you he's gone i don't even want to call him human he's just a low idiot no he's a horrible person yeah oh yeah i mean it's just (laughs) right (laughs) that's is that a song (laughs) pissing at the ritz right i wrote it (laughs) i mean that's what it sounded like right do you do that on stage (laughs) (laughs) right that's good if you're blue and you don't know where to go to 
Right. I, mean, I, I can go look up the lyrics. I have it somewhere. I made it. About, I made a whole, the whole song, the whole bunch of lyrics. That's good. That's a good way to get politics into the show, right? When you're doing your stand-up oh, yeah. show, you know. But you're. Yeah, I mean, usually normal. people who go to see you are not. They're normal people. Not a lot of Repub- Republicans in the in the lot. Yeah, and, and it's funny. You know, piss, pissing at the Ritz would only last for maybe you know a week or two and if you don't have a show in that time zone then you've written it for naught right (laughs) that's true unless it comes back in the news somehow hopefully they'll release it right that would be oh my god that would be a nice christmas present Uh, but they're just disgusting they're disgusting and it and that's really i mean i guess the elevator speech of uh autocracy and democracy and how and it's under attack. And these idiots who are in Canada, they're coming here. This is a, that's a dress rehearsal. Oh, yeah. That's a damn dress rehearsal. They're all talking about it. All these right wingers. They're like, even Trump said it at his last Nuremberg rally. He was saying how, <laughs> oh, those Canadian truckers, they're so, they're fighting for freedom more than, uh, you know, oh, Democrats. Know. Fuck they're you. Up, they have, they have Trump. They have Trump flags yes. up there. And they the have Confederate flags, the the flags of losers and traitors and racists, you know, which same yep. thing. Yeah. But I mean, they're they're right wing. They're funded by right wingers. Yeah. You don't see. I mean, this is one of my bugaboos. Everybody knows it. Right wingers fund. They fund podcasts. If I were a right winger, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be having to say, please become a patron or uh, we wouldn't be right, bugging right, out with right. the with the audio. There'd be a producer because that's what they do. They go online and they see who's who's doing conservative talk and they give them money. They do. Uh, I know it for a fact. Yeah. They I they gave. The Mercer family gave Breitbart $6 million to start. Well, he started it as a blog, and then they they found him, and they funded him, and he became a big thing. They promote, and you'll see... The yeah. you'll see Diamond and Silk on. This is how they begin. They will promote them. They'll put them on Fox News. They'll give them legitimacy, like um, C.J. Pearson, uh, that other asshole, that other one. I hate that woman. Mm. You know, she's a. Uh, oh, I, Candace Owens. Oh my God, the stupidest. Mm stupidest people yes they're horrible they're stupid they oh uh tommy lauren oh my god these people are dumb they uh, lack any knowledge of of anything of they don't know what democracy is what we're they all they know is how to wear like a fucking shirt with a flag on it you know and they say yeah and they say that they're for democracy well they say they love for america you know and now that all this all of their assaults on democracy are all under the guise of they're saving democracy as they're they're destroying oh, right. voting. They're making I mean, just today with the goddamn the the Ill- illegitimate Supreme Court yet again whittled away at at the vote at voting at voting people what being able to vote. Today? They there was a decision. There was this gerrymandered beyond uh, fucking reason and reality. But they they're just they have no. There's no. There's they're not. 
trying to hide it anymore. So let me see. Wow. Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court is do, they they're doing what they do with uh, they do they call it the shadow docket. They're just like they don't even have to hear cases or hear um, you know take briefings or whatnot. They're just passing these. Uh, they're they're getting all their wish lists through. Half of the half of the time they they're wow. not even putting their names on it. You know what I mean? And now uh, nobody yeah. fucking wanted them to assault. Oh, this is all because of John Roberts um, undoing parts of the Voting Rights Act. And nobody asked him to fucking do it. But who did? Who asked him? The I'm sure the rich oh. asked him when he was hanging out in wherever, whatever gated community in the ivory tower, smoking cigars, yeah. you know. This is, they're not talking about yeah. how we make a more perfect union. How do we get this country to live by e pluribus unum? Get the fuck out of here. They're talking about, you know, destroying how they, how are they going to concentrate power? So here from the New York Times, Linda Greenhouse writes, Supreme Court has crossed the Rubicon. You know, the Ru Rubicon has been crossed when the Supreme Court issues a conservative voting order voting rights orders so at odds with settled precedent and without any sense of the moment that Chief Justice John Roberts feels constrained to dissent. This is the same John Roberts who in 1982, as a, as a law, young lawyer in the Ronald Reagan administration, fought a crucial amendment to the Voting Rights Act. Okay, whatever, who cares? He's the one that fucked over the Voting Rights Act. Well, nobody was asking him. The Voting Rights Act, well, I don't know why it had to constantly be recertified, but it's always when people have rights, it needs to be reviewed now. And uh, so, but it, it was, it was, uh, it was always recertified without dissent. A hundred percent of the um, Congress people and the senators, it would pass. It was non-controversial on both sides. They would just pass it. Wow. And then George Bush would have a, well, last time he had a signing party or whatever they have so, so they could set, talk about it, how we all love democracy, all both sides, both sides. So let's see. Um, uh, the unsigned order that drew the chief justice dissent on Monday night blocked the decision by a special three-judge federal district court ordering the Alabama legislature to draw a second congressional district in which black residents constitute a majority. Alabama's population is 27% black. The state has seven con congressional districts. The lower court held that by packing some black voters into one district, and spreading others all over three districts, the state diluted the black vote in violation of the Voting Rights Act. This is, they're doing it on purpose. They don't want, wow. they, they're gerrymandering the uh, black population of Alabama a, a, out of existence. It won't matter if all of them get out and do then vote because they'll they're put into solid republican right, districts so that it will uh, overwhelm it, the, it will guarantee republican rule without you know with, with nobody can do a damn thing about it 
you want to change the government this is what they do they get in government and they pull up the ladders behind them and and entrench power and that's what this is wow it's so fucked up and it's right it's so out in the open now and of course instead of um, the Democratic Party going and saying this is an illegitimate Supreme Court. They're at it again. They were they they shouldn't even be there shouldn't be a conservative Supreme Court because of Mitch McConnell's dirty tricks that got us here. This this is an illegitimate court on so many levels. Not only the court that uh, I mean you could say that John Roberts is illegitimate appointed by or you know whatever by uh, by George W Bush a person who was installed in the goddamn presidency mm. despite receiving fewer mm. votes by the Supreme Court and then mm. you know of course we have uh the uh, you know Mitch McConnell who blocked Obama's pick on the Supreme Court even though it was a year away yeah. from the election and then the media and everybody goes, oh, he violated a norm and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's not violating a norm. He's he's wiping his ass with America. He's fucking America. Mm. And and um, I'm I'm really tired of the Democrats for not fighting. They, they I mean, they just like kind of roll over and say, oh, well, yeah. I guess we and have a conservative it, court. Wonder- yeah. Right, you gotta wonder why they do that right. because maybe they're fucking on that side yes, too. Of course, like but fucking we, Pelosi yes. said something the other day that I couldn't believe. So what like, did she what? say? What did she say? I don't remember, but it was horrible. Like she went along with something with else the Republican, was, something uh, fucking yeah, Republican, rich people, uh, something about. Oh well, people. oh, you, was it that she said that uh, that they should be able to? to trade stocks is that it yes, yeah yes, yeah mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. yeah yeah i talk about tone so death the, the, when it comes down to the money again oh yeah so then they go for the, the right. rules that well, she's, make right. them more money yeah I, I don't understand like nancy pelosi wait, uh, she's like 90 now how much more do you need yeah, I know, bitch i know i know how much more oh, how much oh. more you need you need i mean i think you're set right. You, all right you're fine and yeah. Uh, of course, there was really uh, backlash from the from Democrats who aren't uh, sucking on the corporate teat and the American people. Uh, but, so now she's for um, this act uh, um, blocking. Oh, is she? Yeah, she changed the tune, but she oh, did not. Good, she changed good, the tune, good. but then it's still out there, and it just goes to show you how out of touch she is. And just today, right before, you might have missed it because. You were doing your class, but I was playing a clip of Nancy Pelosi saying once again, just today, take back, uh, take back your party, Republicans. The American people need a Republican party that's done so much good for America. This is what she's fucking saying. What fucking (laughs) good? I just I just rattled off like five treasonous crimes, you know, uh, off the top of Mm -hmm. my head. What good? Oh, packing the Supreme Court well, Ill- she's, illegitimately? She's that was good? about a long time ago. When? Yeah, well, I, I, I want an I example. Know. You know? I call well, her... I, 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 go ahead. Sorry. No, I call was her office. Kennedy or Republican? What? Kennedy? No. Yeah, wasn't John Kennedy? 
No. Either you, of them. No. Dem, no. They were Democrats. They're, somebody was a good. Somebody was well, a good. Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Eisenhower was the last right. Republican. Well, that's what she's talking about. I don't know what she's talking about. They never explain. That's one of my pet peeves. That on the media in general, they never explain. What they're talking. That's why people are so stupid. Uh, because uh, that's a that's all, all right. That's, explain this. Explain this dirty trick. Then why did McConnell come out against Trump? Because today he probably knows that um, Trump's uh, Trump's gonna be in some shit soon because of the January sixth oh, commission. To- yeah, he wants to be on the right side of that. Because he, he probably knows more. I mean, he knows more than we do. He gets the briefing. Yeah. So he probably knows that um, there's some shit coming down the pike with this January 6th commission. Probably. I don't know. And plus, uh, there's indictments coming for Trump in New York and Georgia. Yeah. And there's also, I mean, he's he, the fucking guy should be in jail. He should be, be yeah. in jail. He is, you want to talk about criminal? These bastards, that's why they're always calling for everybody else to be locked up. They are the crooks. Right. They're fucking crooks. Trump is a crook. Oh. We know that. And uh, it's it's off the chart how they do it right in the open, I guess. And that's why people think like, oh, did I just see? You you just picked my pocket. You you almost can't believe it. And it's like he gets away with it because it's right in the open, I guess. Like, what was this the other day? The the documents that he stole from the White House. He stole. Yeah, well, not just ripping up, but he also took stuff that belongs to the American people. He's, uh, his love letters to Kim Jong-un, that belongs to the American people. That doesn't belong to him. He's, really? he, they took, well, he, he took a lot of things from not just ripping up. Of course, that's against the law. Uh, and the, the, the irony right. is that he's, he was always railing against Hillary Clinton, yeah, what? But her email talking about how uh, she was careless yeah. and whatnot, and he's doing the <laughs> same fucking thing, of course. And you know, I mean, that's what Republicans do; they don't have any integrity, and uh, they're all crooks. So when they're calling somebody else a crook, but you better believe they're talking about themselves. Be, mm-hmm. There's got to be so many loopholes in those systems because they're all lawyers yes and so if you he's got enough money to throw at enough lawyers to find the loophole mm-hmm. and then he, so that lawyer finds a loophole and then the other lawyer finds a loophole and then it just goes back yeah. and forth and, and then the well right and trump is because he's a con man this is what he's done his whole life he just drags everything out in court so he buries people yeah. with with court right. like and trying to slow things down that's what he's trying to do but they apparently yeah. they had to raid his well i don't know if it was a raid in the middle of the night but they had they took had to go to mar-a-lago and take boxes and boxes of shit that he had fucking stolen really yeah He's a piece of shit. They got it. They got shit from his permission. Yes. Yeah. They had to go to Mar-a-Lago and get it, because he's a piece of excrement. Let me see. Um, Wow. 
Right. And the other day, so I mean, there there was a on Twitter when the story came out about Trump stealing documents and whatnot. And there was a story, I think it was Maggie Haberman from the New York Times, and, and it was a prime example of how Republicans and the media, the media gives these fuckers a pass. And mm. she she wrote an article for the time, I'm trying to find it, and she and the wording was Trump improperly took documents from the White House. And, of course, <laughs> everyone on Twitter and elsewhere started saying it's not improperly it's illegally illegally yeah you know so they they minimize it yeah. improperly right you fucking right. <laughs> improperly Use that word right oh it was just yeah, improper just, you know it's just you know it's nothing to it it's not don't worry oh you did something improper what's the big deal yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah that'll that'll calm them down yeah and and this is what happens it's like the whole system is set up for the rich to get richer of course and for these crooks to get away with their crimes now you try you try doing that that's what pisses me off yeah, you yeah. try taking something improperly or against the you know, federal law how about you try not um you how about like steve bannon why is he still fucking walking around in open contempt Ugh. of congress yeah. what yeah why is he still exactly what he was going to jail well, he's well he was pardoned by the con man he was Oh. He was indicted and he was going to go to jail because he was robbing. This is, I mean, of course, robbing the dumbasses, the MAGA morons, robbing oh, them. That's yeah. what he was doing. They had the scam uh, pay for the wall That's and right. he was yeah. going down for it. And Trump, yep. uh, he um, pardoned him. Except, you notice he pardoned the guy who was ripping off the fucking dupes he, he supposedly loves and is working for. And he let the the dupes who it's assaulted the Capitol. He let them hang, right? So it's eh, oh, there's yeah. such there's such suckers. But the the whole I, I think we're all suckers because we let them get away with it. We not calling it out. Where well, is Merrick Garland? So, Arrest these fuckers already, you know? Yeah. Jesus. So if, so if 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 McConnell uh, threw Trump under the bus the other day. Uh, and he, he, he for was a minute. backing off of that for a, mm -hmm. while. Yeah, for a minute. But he threw him under the bus the other day. Does that mean that he knows that Trump will not be elected? I don't know. Uh, probably. I don't think he wants him elected. I, th I think he knows what a, what a... I'm sure he hated him and didn't want to work with him in any way. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he knows. I know that he doesn't give a shit about America and democracy, and he's a self-serving, self-dealing right. scumbag. So if he's right. throwing, he's the money too. yeah, if he's throwing Trump under the bus, it's because he knows that Trump is going down somehow, and he doesn't want to be associated. And he also knows that it's not a. It's uh, he probably knows that the American people aren't the majority are not the dumbasses. So um, they they don't well, think I, that. Come on, man! It was if he got eighty-seven million votes, it's about half. I know. Half. I know. 
I know. So it's not like we are a majority. Well, it's that fucking, you know? um, yeah, no, we are the majority. There are more normal people. There are more regi- registered Democrats and more independents who lean Democrat. I mean, that's just the demographic. We know that. But, yeah, that is uh, alarming and terrifying that yeah. that uh, 80 whatever fucking thousand million people voted for him. I don't uh, why anyone would <laughs> is. Uh, yeah. And but it's also that is also a symptom of the sick ass system of years of Republicans uh, and Reagan and Clinton bashing government government is the problem government is uh uh-huh. the, the nine most terrifying words i'm from the government i'm here to help you know if that should have been you see the democrats really uh, stabbed us in the back with that and the mm-hmm. because it's the only entity that can stand up to oligarchy that's why they uh, so mm-hmm. that's why they hate it that's why you know, when when Democrats respond to Republican, you know, dirty tricks with uh, this mealy mouth, oh, take back your party or whatever the fuck, you know, just <laughs> enabling them. The American people need a great, that great Republican Party has done so much for this. What have they done? It, they're enabling the the sickness and when not and not standing up to yeah. to, to the to all of them to the supreme court to this illegitimate supreme court i've been railing yeah. about it for years when when okay. when mitch mcconnell question. yeah go ahead what does what does what does it mean that the rnc censured oh. liz cheney and somebody else it's uh, no, adam kinzinger it just means that they are they are telling them you know it's like a it's like um you know they got in trouble and that it doesn't it doesn't really do anything except that it gives the rnc um it's sort of like sing- signaling that they may not support their next races or they they will support another you know candidate because they're not you know what i mean that's all it is and cheney's running again and but kinzinger is leaving congress but they're but they're both whatever i mean they're on the right side of history with this one but they're still yeah they're still vile and gross and vote which voted with trump voted for Trump and here's here's the thing when uh, you know there's so many things that the Democrats fucking did did wrong in my opinion because they're you know they're sucking on the corporate teat Hillary Clinton for example right. yeah I voted for her she's sucking on the corporate teat her whole life living in yeah. this bubble so you know mm-hmm. and that's why it's like so they don't want to call out the corruption I mean, because Bernie they're in it sanders has a, even bernie sanders has a shit ton of money doesn't he yeah he doesn't ha- he had a mo- he got more money he was never he was one of the poorest quote-unquote uh, members of congress he what? got money from his book and that was that and then his wife inherited a house from a grandmother 
but that's it and then they it's but the thing is here's the thing it's not about who has money or not that's fine make money if you have money i don't think that is not the problem this is what drives me crazy about republicans they they do that and and democrats saying oh well you look at you you're you got a nice house or whatever it's um e pluribus unum doesn't mean that we all walk around in fucking potato sacks you know what i mean or don't make money (laughs) from books we write you know it's about fair taxation it's about uh, making a system that works for all so when you when you earn money you you know you have to pay pay your taxes because we're in a civilization and that has to be funded we need to send kids to school we need to fund roads. We need to fund the infrastructure of democracy. And, you know, so it's not about whether he has money. That's one of the things that drives me crazy. They do this to AOC. They're like, oh, look at her. She's got a nice dress. Did that cost a lot? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, what? Is she supposed to be fucking walking around in, a, in a garbage yeah. bags, I guess, right? But that's because they're stupid. And... The, the the and it's by design the corporate media do, doesn't explain they don't explain they'll just well, they'll report oh people don't like socialism here's another poll what do you think of socialism i hate it okay 50% say they like it uh, 30% say you know i mean it goes on and on but they yeah. don't they don't explain what do you mean you don't like socialism it's like the same thing with the um with the voting, not uh, with the election, they did another poll I saw on one of the corporate media, uh, either I think it was MSNBC or CNN or whatever, and they it's like oh, ninety percent of the de- of the Republicans think that there were problems with the election, fifty percent of Democrats. You know, it's like why do they think that you're just polling people's ignorance? So fucking educate them. You know, when they say uh, the majority of Americans don't like socialism. Really? Really? They certainly like their socialist security. They like their socialist yeah. Medicare. No, they fucking like socialism. Except they, they've been I mean, so inundated by the, by the propaganda, by the pro-corporate propaganda. And it's on the, it's on the so-called liberal media, too. They don't explain anything. It's so irritating. And that's why we're dumb. They don't. Ex- I mean, you, you see what I'm saying? They, they assume when they ask these questions, they're assuming that the people are educated. You know what I mean? You're not educating them. You're just asking them a question about something they know nothing about. And they're giving you a fucking yeah, right. opinion, opinion that they that is ill informed and malinformed and the corporate media on the left so-called left all i mean all during the democratic primary they attacked bernie relentlessly and they kept saying people the american people just don't want socialism they just don't like socialism they don't want but they never fuck explain what is socialism why don't you go and do a piece in denmark about it or in new zealand or the or the top 10 happiest places on earth consistently right you know that are all democratic socialist countries so 
don't give me the shit. People like their socialist security. They like their socialist Medicare. They like knowing that when they turn on the tap, they're going to drink water that's not filled with parasites that they don't have to boil because, you know, socialism and... Uh, we fund people to inspect shit. So, you know, they don't go out. They're not, um, you know, go uh, inspecting their own food for Paris. You know what I mean? In, in right. the past, right. yeah. they've done studies, too. So people in the, in the I don't know. I'm trying to remember where I, I read this about. Um, it's probably back uh, this from, you know, 1700s. And just in the past, in general, people had parasites, they had worms and shit yeah. like that all because they were right. eating. They weren't eating, um, you know, food that was inspected and free of parasites. Everybody had right. it. So, and uh, I saw something about that. I just can't remember it was where it was, but anyway, cause I'm always seeing something. <laughs> I'm always looking at something, but, <laughs> and, and, yeah. but I, it was to me, I was like, Oh yeah, of course. Everybody had parasites because they were eating shit. That was who the fuck knows. Like they weren't standards. People didn't have to wash their hands. There was no FDA inspectors. There were no, you know what I mean? It was just, okay, here, here's some fucking shit on the street. Okay, great. You know, so here's, here's, here's something that I, you know, realized the other day, not really realized, but knew, but, but what happened when, what happened in the 216 election because fucking Obama mm. knew that the Russians were infiltrating yes. and, 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 and fucking around with the, yep. with the vote. Now. Yep. And therefore, you know, and therefore Trump knew that that was happening too. And, but, right. but, but Obama just, he, he just figured, yep. oh, it, it couldn't possibly yes. wait. It couldn't possibly. Uh, well, so he, he didn't, didn't yeah, because he, these fuckers are so, they, this is what they do throughout history too. Um, we were just, re, um, we were just talking about Nixon. Wait, hold on. Who? I just had to, <laughs> all right. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> so, uh, we were just talking about Nixon uh, who Johnson, this came out, these tapes came out. Johnson called oh. the leader of the Republican Party, uh, like the Mitch McConnell of his day, Ed- Everett Dirksen, and told Everett Dirksen, while, so Nixon was running for president. He wasn't, he wasn't an elected leader. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't the president. He was, he was a private citizen running for the presidency at the time. And he was going behind the back of the American government and he was having um, negotiations with the Vietnamese, the enemies that we were at war with at the time. The people were dying and he was saying, oh, just hold on. Don't make peace because Johnson was trying to make peace at the time. They were having negotiations. They were having meetings. And so Nixon was saying, don't make peace because uh you know i'll give you a better deal so just hang on and and yeah and it also was bad for the democrats right so that's what they did so so nixon was caught on tape by the cia and uh johnson called everett dirksen and told him that 
I know what he's doing. I want you to tell him that we have him on tape. And, um, you know, I and he said to him, I don't want to get this into the campaign. Yeah, He didn't want to sh- tell the American people this. He goes, and he said, this is treason, Johnson says. And Everett Dirksen says, I know. Okay, and this was a tape that uh, I know Tom Hartman used to play it, but it it came out. There was a Freedom of Information Act thing, and it came out, and it was nothing. It was like a blip on the radar. You know, it was like a little story. No, they didn't even do it on the corporate media. I never saw a story on corporate media about it. And I just know we talk about it. Some people on other shows bring it up. But why wouldn't that be a a, a blockbuster? You know what I mean? The, this yeah, fucker yeah. was... And then he went on to get elected. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and there... Johnson didn't have the balls to, to, to... Johnson didn't have the balls to, to bring it out because he was afraid it would wreck his... No, he he didn't want. No, it was he didn't he he didn't want to. Um, at least as far as I understand it, he didn't want the American people to. Uh, I guess I don't know. Think that fucking assholes were committing <laughs> treason, uh, or have distrust in the government, or distrust in in whoever won if Nixon won, uh. but. That they needed to hear it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And same he, with the Obama and the exactly thing. He let fucking Trump in. Yeah. Obama. Yeah. Obama. Yeah. Got that because they want right. Can say it exactly because they. It's and like, why is that? Why is that? Why is that? Because, is it because of those fucking billionaires again. Those well, yeah, and also don't say it. Yeah, and like Obama is really annoying. Uh, to me, because in many levels, I mean, of course, I voted for him, but I his uh, the way that he's like, yeah, everybody, uh, the fever will break, and like he really thought that he was, I don't know, gonna gonna fucking lull these Republicans into um, wanting to work with him or, or whatever. But I think that the whole thing with with uh trump and and the russians he didn't want to think he didn't want the american people to think he was putting his thumb on the scale for hillary clinton and of course he wanted her to be elected but they uh you know he uh he uh, and i'm sure assumed she would be because everybody was saying it so i don't know i don't know and it's I it's mean, another it's another fucking really missed opportunity. But it's also they're enabling this. They constantly enable the Republican Party and their and their treason all the time, all the yep. fucking time. Yeah. And it's sickening. And you would think of all people, Obama wouldn't have done that. I know. Well, uh, he's an, he's annoying. He's he thinks like that. He's. I mean, the whole thing of the Democrats in general, the whole if when they go low, we go high. That ain't working. Yeah. That they're not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There no. is no, no. low. Because, yeah, because they're low and they're high are about yeah. minuscule away <laughs> from each other. Exactly. I mean, what are you talking? But but when they say going high, when they go low, we go high. What is? They're not even going high. Where they're just. 
ignoring <laughs> what these fucking assholes are doing and, and they're thinking that if they model good behavior, they'll, uh, I don't know, the Republicans will suddenly want to be uh, in a democracy. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, in a, see, they don't mind democracy as much. They, of course, hate America. They hate democracy. But they, if it's, if the white people are ruling, if rich white people always win, then they're, they're cool with it, you know? But when, yeah. once yeah. we start having you know, minorities, so-called, or whatnot, and uh, they can't handle it. They don't really like democracy. They don't like multiracial democracy. They don't like the nation of immigrants. That's why they took that off the the mission statement of the Immigration and Naturalization Service, the first line. The United States is a nation of immigrants. They took it off. They took that off. I know. I mean, they're gross. And the fucking Democrats yeah. just don't, they don't use it. They don't talk about it. They don't, they'll say, take back your party. The American people need <laughs> your strong Republican party. What are you, what are you talking about? You fucking delusional old cracker, you know, go eat some ice cream or something. Go eat one of your $15 a pint ice creams and your two $30,000 side-by-side refrigerators. That Who needs that? How much food do you fucking need? Huh? You need two giant refrigerators that are, uh, uh, you know, I mean, and then she's like, this is something I can't do without in the pandemic. This two tubs, like, and she thought that that was going to make her endearing to the American people who are fucking not able to save $400, you know, or the majority of Americans can't save 400 goddamn dollars. The majority is living check to check. And she's like, I can't live without it. These uh, tubs of $15 a pint ice cream, you know, Jesus Christ in a pandemic with a richer getting richer and the and everybody else is fighting over the scraps and now we're fighting gonna, you know anyway whatever what i'm gonna you? tell you some jokes now all right i like that and then i gotta go all right okay. this is how you close right. oh, this, is, this, is part of, this is part of my set yes so the, 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 the pandemic is you know i i had to pivot you know i had to do different things right so i went into landscaping i think i told you that with mm. some carpentry yes some, yes some there's things, there's things in carpentry that really translate oh, to just yes. living. Like I found out the other day that my ass and hips are exactly 16 inches on center. I think that's what <laughs> I didn't hear that. 16 inches on what? I'm sorry. Center no, on center. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a carpentry. Oh, that's so reference. funny. <laughs> I don't know carpentry, but I get it. <laughs> well, if there's carpenters out there, they right? Get it. That's a good one for a and carpenter then, then, convention. That would be good, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you got to save that. Uh, makes you want to get hammered. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a good one too for the carpenter convention. It, you need to get it, hired it for that job <laughs> I, if there is one. I got to write you down. Right. You're going to get hammered. You know, you know, I made those nutcrackers, right? You know, I made those yes. nutcrackers. And, yeah. you know, it, they took a while, you know, like hours and hours and hours, right? Yes. And then and then, and then I had to pack them up. I know uh, one of your guys was asking me about it. Jim. 
about the nutcrackers. And so, you, you know, you had to pack them up and, and, and ship them away. There's one in New Jersey. There's one in California. There's one. In oh, Florida. wow. And That's to, good. You had to ship them out. A lot of people yeah, want them. But mm-hmm. it was hard. It was hard because it was like, you know, trying to put your your child in a box Aww. and shipping it out. Right. Because you spent like, so much time with know, it. How many Mm. Yeah, and I'm like, can you imagine putting your child in a box and shipping it off? And some people are like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they do that when you go to college, right? It's kind of like that. Oh, well, kind of like that. <laughs> kind of, except, right, not yeah. in a box. That's funny. That's good. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff, Poppy. Yeah, couple, 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 couple jokes there. And then uh, get into the vaccine a little bit, you know, and... and uh, you know, I got all my shots. I got the one. I got the two. I got the booster. I even thought about getting a shingle shot, you know, because I was on a roll. I'm yes. Like, Just get them all. Right. And then so, so I asked this guy, I'm like, did you get yours? He's like, yeah. I go, is it because you had have had chicken pox? And he goes, no, it's because my, my dad was a roofer. So I'm definitely getting <laughs> These are all good jokes for the carpenters. <laughs> What's all the carpenter? <laughs> it's true. like on your mind, right? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> right? I got the shingle uh, shot myself. So anyway, yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. Because somebody I know got shingles. Yes. And my father had shingles once uh-huh. I remember. And, and then uh, uh-huh. he was very, he was in pain. And then a friend of mine, she got it. And she was like, oh, it's the worst. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, I better get it then. I just, uh, she was in so much pain. She, she was, you know, I was like, I don't need that shit. I got enough emotional pain. I don't need no fucking none right. of this shit. <laughs> I got fibromyalgia no, too. Oh, so, no. mm-hmm. Oh, that's not yeah. Good. I know. I, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. So whatever. So, so Novak <laughs> Djokovic, he got thrown out of the Australian Open for not getting his uh, COVID shot, right? Yes. Vaccination. And uh, but I have to be on his side on this one because, Why? I mean, if if you look at his name. No right. back. Come on, man. Right. <laughs> I know. I thought initially I thought that was a nickname. I thought they were just calling him that uh-huh. Novak Djokovic or whatever. I thought it was they were yes, just calling him is. Novak because he wasn't getting the vaccine. Like, and it no. just stuck. Yeah, that's what I thought. Then I was that's, like, that's his fucking name? You know? That's his that's name. That's so, so, uh, I guess, uh, what's it called? Mystic or Kismet or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's very okay, good. Last all right, last all right, all right. So uh, I went out to uh, to see the Nutcracker, the ballet. You know, because I made so many damn Nutcrackers, I figured I'd go see the ballet. Right. And then uh, I went out with some friends, and then we went out to eat after. And we went into this restaurant. The parking lot was empty, and we're like, "What the hell's going on?" And we walk in. Place is empty, but you know, it was open. So we were like, "Oh, let's try it." So we sit down. And then I realized this restaurant, and this is a true story, this restaurant had been busted for sex trafficking. Oh, no. They had, yes. They wow. Had sex it trafficking sounds like those right wingers. Are you sure? What? Uh, it, what? In the basement. It, and it was a place called Seven Moons. It was a Chinese restaurant. Place Seven Moons. So they were sex and, trafficking and like, young women? What is it called? I I'm looking don't it up. Know. Okay. I don't know what the age of the women were, but I know there was a sex trafficking ring going on in this restaurant. 
Oh, and no. they could bust it, and it was still open. Wow. And I'm like, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. This is a pro- we have to protest and leave. And my friends are like, yeah, but the dumplings, the dumplings are really good. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the way. That's like the you whole know? Republican philosophy in a nutshell right there, I think. It's sort of like, oh, you know, I, like they're just yeah. the whole world is burning around. Yeah, but, you know, the uh, we're getting, uh, yeah, we're getting some good dumplings. Yeah. So. <laughs> Right, it's right. so true but that's so funny it though it's I, it's almost like it, i don't want to um want to even talk about it in a way because i feel like I've, it's going to encourage right wingers because that's what they thought was going on in the basement of a pizzeria right the uh-huh. uh that the, that's what that guy drove up and the, to this pizzeria to because they were told that oh, there was a sex terror. Yeah, that Hillary was uh, keeping, I don't know, there was a sex trafficking ring that was supplying Hillary with adrenochrome. I mean, they're so fucked up, these people, which is, I don't even know what, right? It's like, who comes up with this shit? But I think that a lot of it is from, like, Russia, for example, and they make up this shit. And the more outrageous it is, the more they 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 really swallow it. It's and that's kind of like the fascist. That's what some you know, like a Nazi uh, Joseph Goebbels thing. The more outrageous the lie, the more they yeah, believe oh, it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you're yeah. just like it can't be like, it can't be made up because it's so oh it's so crazy. How is this not you know what I mean? So they believe it. And, so you're 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 definitely not gonna like the the new. Uh, you're definitely not going to like the new uh, the new menu, right? Why? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things on there you're not going to like, right? Like, right. Uh, so, so there was some new things on the menu that were like different, like uh, beef one too young, oh. and uh, oh no, one <laughs> one soup. Oh no, one song soup. Oh yes, and uh, <laughs> tongue lick thigh. Uh, yes, thigh. Mm, that sounds I, that sounds good. You're making and then me the hungry. Fortune cookies were, were yeah exactly. Fortune cookies were like, uh, you're lucky number eighteen, <laughs> and uh, you're your future bride if you stay. Future out of bride. Oh my god. <laughs> and the last one is some dimwit duong. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one yeah, to end that's with. The problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Pop. What's that? Yeah, it's fucked up. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people. That's very sick. They're very sick people. We live amongst a lot of sick people. That's why democracy is on its last legs, because you know people are fucked up, and they ha- they're getting encouraged to be fucked up. They need to be encouraged you know to what, be too? normal. And I think it. It goes back to the planet. You know, everybody knows we're destroying this planet. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're guilty about destroying the yes. planet. And it's, it's, it's coming down to where, you know, when you're at the, the, the casino and you got, you know, you've lost 20, 40 bucks in the slot. Yes. And you got like five bucks left and you're like, fuck it, throw it in there. Right. You know what I mean, you don't yes. lose it anymore. Because you're going to lose it anyway. Fuck it. Right. You just throw it in. It's true. You know, it's sadly. It's like, wow. That is a, yeah, that is a state of mind that is really dangerous. Right. It's so true. 
that's so true that's why we do what we do we're trying to do trying to make the world better i don't know i don't know if it'll matter but you are girl i you hope are. so i appreciate your show i really I, do oh, thank i appreciate you. all your fans oh and i do too that donates and you know you, you gotta we gotta stay like you say you gotta stay together yep we stick together we win thank you then we're talking to poppy right. champlin amazing comedian great friend well, great friend you. of the show yeah. and awesome person all around so thank you so much pop for calling in and yeah. and keeping it Thanks light <laughs> no it's good it's good we need it we need it we need a, it's a nice break right. for my ranting so but we're gonna go back to the ranting for a little bit so yeah, you have to. All righty. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll talk okay. to you later. All right, bye-bye. All righty, guys. Poppy Champlin. That was good. I needed that. I needed some of that, that uh, just the lightheartedness. And, oh, and here's Tara Jr. Jr., everybody. Uh-oh. Why? 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 I fed them. I fed them before. I went on air because I knew uh, I just wanted them to leave me alone a little bit. Stop screaming. Are they constantly? I think it's because I've been home a lot and they they just they're taking advantage of me. Right. It's OK. Look at this face. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, he's being mean. Look what he does. Look. He wants my hand. Right. You want my hand? Mm hmm. You're a good boy. I love this cat. I love this cat. I love them all. All right, let's see. There's a couple other stories we want to do. I know it's a little late. We're going long tonight, guys. We're going long because there will be no show tomorrow, but we will have a show on Friday. Our Friday, our regular scheduled Friday show, and we will have a special guest Mark C. from a radical you.com and the Tara Buster chat room. And thank you, Mark C. I see you uh, sent a super chat. Thank you. Support independent media, truth in action. Thanks, Tara. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So, let, you know what I wanted to do before I, um, I had a couple of things on the list. I think we might not be able to get to all of it. We'll have to put it off. But. I wanted to read this about Jared Kushner. I read this thing this morning, and I thought it was great and, and informative, and it really put him in historical context, and it shows you what a piece of shit he is, really. All right, Junior, I can't do this with him. He's... Uh, my my hand is moving on the keyboard and he's just he's biting it and trying to get it to pet him honey get up there get up there oh whoa 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 he's fierce that's what he, he's like an addict who needs to be constantly pet we'll leave him like that hopefully he'll stay there until the end of the show that's the producer everyone he's the producer of the show Please become a patron. I'm sorry. I'm not talking into the mic again. All right. This is from an article by Greg, Greg O'Lear on Substack. And it's called Shame Cometh, the Jared Kushner Story. I'll show it to you. Hold on. Hold on. 
Is this safari? Here it is. Yeah. Whoops. Or maybe I'll leave it. I don't know. We'll, we'll cut back because I know people want to see Junior. Because it, it's good to see him. Tara Junior Junior. Because it's like a uh, emotional support. I'll do it like this. We'll move this over. You can pr you can see him there in the back. <laughs> He's so funny. Look at him staring. It's like it's like the Grim Reaper on your neck. Chill out, bud. All right. Now I can't read it. It's too far over. All right. When here's uh, a quote from the Bible. There it says, "When pride cometh, then cometh shame. But own but with the lowly is wisdom." From Proverbs. 11-2. Here we go. This is, it's an interesting tale. The matriarch was a hero of the Jewish resistance, one of the leaders of an improbable escape from the ghetto. She helped tunnel beneath the walls and electrified fences, imprisoning the local Jewish population. After crawling through a tunnel longer than two football fields, she lived in the woods for months before joining an underground resistance group that fought the Nazis. She wound, it up in, she wound up in Budapest after the liberation. There, she married a Holocaust survivor from the same sliver of Eastern Europe. He took her surname as her family was wealthier and more prominent. Kushner. Uh-oh, here he comes. The couple emigrated to America as Sherhar... I don't know how to pronounce that. Plath? Plath? Dis, otherwise known as displaced persons in allied occupied zones. They started a new life in Elizabeth, New Jersey. They had tr three children. They put the horrible past behind them. They looked ahead to the sunshiny future. The grandfather was a carpenter, a construction worker, and in time, a real estate developer. Taking advantage of funding through various federal programs, he made it big. The grandfather became one of the so-called Holocaust builders, Jewish survivors of the Second World War, who amassed vast fortunes in New Jersey real estate development. How better to combat all that destruction than to build? A heroic Nazi fighter and a great builder. These were the paternal grandparents. The father married within the local Orthodox Jewish community. He and his wife had four children, two boys and two girls. The father became the head of a company that the grandfather built. On his watch, the family business became exponentially more successful. A kingdom became an empire. There were 10,000 apartment units, commercial properties, industrial properties, and a bank. The father gave away lots of money. He endowed Jewish acad academies and synagogues. He sat on boards. He gave generously to charitable causes in the U.S. and in Israel. Hospitals, universities, religious organizations. Most of all, he donated to political campaigns for Democrats, mostly. The father was good at politics at the politics side of the job. He was handsome and debonair. He liked people. He liked publicity. He liked power. He liked having the most powerful people in the world at his beck and call. The President of the United States, 
the future prime minister of Israel, and anyone who's anyone in New Jersey. He was a big wheel in Garden State politics, a sort of character who turns up in television programs about smoke-filled rooms, uh, backroom political intrigue, a kingmaker, until it all came crashing down. The money, the power, the fame, the fortune, none of it was enough for the father. He wanted to extend his empire into the Empire State. He wanted to run the Port Authority. He wanted to strong arm the new governor. In a word, he wanted more. To get more, the father risked everything. He and everything he and his family built. He violated federal law repeatedly. He filed false tax returns. He filed false campaign finance reports. He discovered that his sister and his brother-in-law were co cooperating with a federal investigation. He hired a prostitute to honeypot his brother-in-law, videotaped the tryst, and sent the tape to his sister. That sleazy and ruthless act, otherwise known as witness tampering, technically, became one of the 18 counts in which he pleaded, pleaded, pleaded guilty. He served two years in federal prison, the first 14 months in Alabama. When the father was released from jail, he was no longer a big wheel in local politics. He was no longer a kingmaker. He could no longer practice law. When he was mentioned in the newspapers now, his name was festooned with an unseemly modifier like disgraced and convicted felon and crook. This was the father. The son was tall and quiet like his mother. He was intellectually lazy and not particularly smart, but he was always convinced he knew better than everyone else, despite ample evidence to the contrary. He got ho-hum grades in high school. His SAT scores were subpar. He applied to Harvard, but was only accepted after his father donated millions to the school. He had an unusual college experience. On weekends, he flew to Alabama to visit his father in prison. While taking classes, he ran some of the family real estate concerns in Boston. He didn't leave a mark at the school, little about him was memorable. When he graduated, he went to work for the family real estate business. His big idea was to buy a building on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. The cost was staggering, $1.8 The deal closed in 2007 at the height of the boom. The real estate market collapsed <laughs> along with the rest of the economy within months of the ink drying. The building was underwater. The debt service was onerous, threatening to bankrupt the family business. He was willing to do almost anything to prevent that from happening. In the, if the investment failed, if the company failed, that meant he had failed, and he hadn't been right. And he was always right. He married the daughter of an infamous New York personality, a loudest a loutish gossip column fixture who was a money launderer for the Russian mob. The family did not approve of her because she was not Jewish. To appease them, she converted, although she kept her last name, just as his grandmother had. He and his wife became a power couple, power brokers in the most powerful city in the world. 
That seemed to be the point of the marriage. Certainly there was no discernible passion on the part of either party, and plenty of lurid rumors. The wife would later describe their first date as the best deal we ever made. He bought a beloved New York publication known for its, for its, its exquisite writing and salmon cover of its newspapers and gutted it destroyed everything about it that made it special. <laughs> like his father, he was good at networking. He knew lots of influential people, media magnates, heads, heads of state, intelligence operatives, elder statesmen, PR executives, models, actors, politicians, cable news, talking heads. Those influential people wielded their influence on his behalf, often in subtle ways. Unlike his father, but like the original Holocaust builders, he preferred to stay in the background. He shied away from publicity. He was a poor public speaker with a reedy, unpleasant speaking voice. His kid brother married a supermodel, soaked up the good life, enjoyed jet-setting and hobnobbing with celebs in Southern California. Not him. He was more concerned with accruing power. He genuinely enjoyed the company of older men. He learned from them insofar as he was allowed, insofar as he allowed himself to learn. His father-in-law was running for president as a Republican. The man was a buffoon, but he was a marketing genius and he was family. His father-in-law asked him to join the team. Despite him being a Democrat, he accepted power trumped politics he took over social media operations he worked with sophisticated tech companies that specialized in micro targeting through henry kissinger of all people he was connected to important players in the russian government the russians wanted to help his father-in-law win the election and he wanted the same thing and saw no reason why he should refuse the help he lobbied for his father-in-law to hire a campaign chair, a sleazy lobbyist, hire as a campaign chair, a sleazy lobbyist with long ties to Russian intelligence. He met with Russians before his father-in-law's first foreign policy speech at the stately Washington Hotel. When Russians promised dirt on his father-in-law's political opponent, he met with them at the building that bore his wife's family name. He met with Russians again in that same building, covertly, secreting them through pr a private entrance. At an upscale New York hotel, he met with the head of a sanctioned Russian bank, sanctioned by the American government for their, tre you know, not their treason, but for their espionage against the American government. The Russians later said the meeting pertained to his family business. Yes, of course. He proposed a back channel via the Russian embassy so he could talk to the Russians without anyone hearing. It wasn't limited to Russia. He met with other foreign nationals as well, princes from Saudi Arabia, from the United Arab Emirates. He met with anyone he thought could help his father-in-law's campaign or fix the long-standing problem of his company's owner's debt on that Manhattan building. None of this was legal. After his father-in-law won, he took a job as a senior advisor. On the form, senior advisor... <laughs> uh, wait, on the form, senior advisors have to fill out 
to get security clearance, he made key omissions. So he filed it a second time. He made more omissions. He filed it, or filled it out, excuse me, a third time. He did not get the security clearance, but his father-in-law insisted that he be given the job anyway, intentionally omitting meetings with foreign nationals on a security clearance form is a felony, but he was never charged. Lock him up, right? He was a voracious consumer of the president's daily brief, a document that contained all the high-level, top-secret intelligence and national security information. Why? I wonder why. On the transition team, he and his wife wanted a general who had been fired by the previous president who was under FBI investigation for possible seditious activities to be named national security advisor. His father-in-law took their advice. Excuse me. The general was forced to leave the position a few months later after he was caught lying to the FBI and possibly the vice president, that whole bullshit story. And the general later pleaded guilty to making false statements. Lock him up. Through his PR connections, he was able to receive mostly favorable press, especially of the paper of record. A glowing feature of him ran in prominent financial in a prominent financial magazine under the subtitle Boy Wonder. The press pushed the narrative that he and his wife were the mitigating influences in the White House. They were decent. They were normal. Through his tabloid connections, he was able to turn the gossip rags against the Democrats and also kill stories that might be damaging to his father-in-law. When he found out that the FBI was investigating his father-in-law's campaign for meeting with all those Russians, he suggested that his father-in-law, that the FBI director, be fired. The FBI director is not popular with Democrats, he said, because they believe he cost his father-in-law the election. They will love this, he said. His father-in-law listened, fired the FBI director. The Democrats did not love it. The Democrats thought it was obstruction of justice. The day after the FBI director was fired, the father-in-law met with Russian government officials in the Oval Office. He was the de facto ambassador to Saudi Arabia. He, pre- he befriended the crown prince, like him a millennial, unlike him a psychopath. He spent a lot of time with the crown prince in, re- how do you pronounce it? Re- 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 I can't pronounce it. Okay. Riyadh, Riyadh. So much, I know, it just doesn't come out of my mouth. So much so that the crown prince bragged that he was in my pocket. This is, you hear this? This is what a autocrat, a psychopath, a, uh, who's, who's lording over a literal handmaid's tale is saying that this prick Jared Kushner is in his pocket. All right. It's this, it's, we're almost to the end. I'm reading the whole thing because I think the way it's laid out is genius. And the way they, the way the writer um, characterizes the players in this uh, treasonous drama is kind of makes it almost more hard to believe. And 
and it makes it more uh, more offensive, frankly, the way it's laid out. So back to because it gets worse, of course. He, okay. He spent a lot of time with the crown prince, so much so that the crown prince bragged that he was in my pocket. He gave the crown prince classified intelligence, information about who in the Saudi royal family was loyal and who was not. And this is all classified information that the U.S. government knows and that he knows because he's, he's uh, ver- vociferously reading the presidential daily brief, although he could not qualify for a security clearance because he's a fucking traitor. All right? I I got a security clearance. He didn't. Because he's a piece of wasted human DNA. Okay, we'll continue with the story. And here comes Junior. Oh, no. Don't sit on my keyboard. Don't sit on my hands. You can sit, though. All right. He gave the crown prince classified information, who was loyal, who was not. After meeting with him, the crown prince initiated a purge of the royal family. I'm sure you remember that. He lobbied for Saudi Arabia to be the first country his father-in-law would visit as president. Other presidents did not visit the kingdom because of the grotesque human rights abuses. He didn't care. The Saudis had money, lots of money, and he needed money. Lots of money. And so his father-in-law made a state visit to the kingdom. Remember? Stroking all those swords. Looking at those orbs. What a piece of shit. Oh, they they projected his ugly orange face on the sides of buildings. And Trump marveled at how um, there were no protests when he went there, like in other countries. No one was protesting. It was great. That's because it's an autocracy where they behead people in the in public. Because well, that's a future coming here. Trust me. If we allow it, <clears throat> we're getting to the end. Where we go? Where is it? Where is it? Later, his buddy, the crown prince, had a dissident journalist murdered. The body hacked into pieces with a bone saw. It is widely believed that he knew about the threat to the journalist, but did nothing to warn him. His family was, so, was close with the disgustingly corrupt prime minister of Israel. They were old family friends. His father-in-law moved the Israeli embassy from Tel Aviv to to Jerusalem, which did nothing but piss off the Palestinians and thrill rapture-happy evangelicals. That's it. He brokered a Middle East peace deal, which was really a business deal between his old family friends and his friends in various royal families, and of course, him and his father-in-law. He lobbied for a blockade of Qatar, our strongest Arab ally and the site of our largest military base in the Middle East. In order to secure a new loan for his family's underwater Fifth Avenue building, in a roundabout way, this worked. The Qataris indirectly bailed out his company. The blockade was ended. 
Do you believe this fucking corruption? His portfolio was a catalog of failure. He was like his father-in-law. He was tasked with solving the opioid crisis. He did not. He was tasked with ending the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. He did not. He was tasked with building the wall between U.S. and Mexico. He did not. He was tasked with managing the stockpile of medicine and PPE. He fucked that up royally, for the American people at least, if not for his rich cronies. He hoarded the stuff and forced states to bid against each other. These pricks. You see what I'm saying? Fucking e pluribus unum? Nah. This is uh, every, every man and woman for themselves while the parasites suck on us like husk, hosts to discard. During the early days of the pandemic, he set up a shallow task force to devise an appropriate response. When that task force gave him recommendations, masks, contact tracings, federal coordination of supplies, etc., he ignored them. The virus, he saw, was hitting the blue states the hardest. It, this would help his father-in-law politically, he came to believe, if the pandemic continued to rage in those states. This way, his father-in-law could blame the governors of those states, who were all Democrats, for escalating the public health crisis, avoiding responsibility. So he decided to scuttle the plans given to him by his own task force and let the virus run amok. Mass. Ugh. And he's walking around free. At this time, the states hit hardest by COVID-19 were New York, New Jersey, Calif- and California. New York, where he lived for years, where most of his friends lived. New Jersey, where he grew up, where his parents lived. California, where his brother lived. He was willing to let the population of those states home to his family and friends, get sick and die to help his father-in-law's re-election prospects. Again, he was, he, he, this is written in the article, again, he was willing to let the populations of those states get sick and die to help his father-in-law's re-election prospects. As of this writing, 904,000 Americans have died of COVID-19. The unofficial number is well over a million. Most of those deaths could have been prevented had he and his father-in-law not sabotaged the pandemic response. Okay, so now we're wrapping it up. The grandson of Holocaust survivors allowed that mass death to happen. He served in his father-in-law's administration for four years and was the second most powerful person in the White House. If he did anything to stop his father-in-law's racist, sexist, cruel impulses, there is no evidence of it. During the Muslim travel ban, when he did nothing, well, he did nothing, excuse me, when the refugee children were separated from their parents, he did nothing. After Charlottesville, when neo-Nazis paraded through the streets chanting, Jews will not replace us, he did nothing. Even as his father-in-law defended the neo-Nazis during the Black Lives Matter protests, he did nothing. 
when his wife suggested they forcibly remove protesters so his father-in-law could get a photo in front of a church. He did nothing. And he did nothing as his father-in-law's toxic rhetoric awakened white nationalist, neo-Nazi, anti-Semitic sentiments all over the country. He did nothing as fascists took over the GOP. The same kind of hateful people who eight decades ago rounded up Jews like his paternal grandparents and sent them to concentration camps. He and his wife made over half a billion dollars while working at the White House. That doesn't count future earnings on connections forged and promises made during his time there, especially during the pandemic when a lot of federal money went missing. He is now hitting up investors for his new investment capital concern. So far, he's amassed some $3 billion. How much of this is payment for services rendered? How much of this is blood money? Why has he not been charged for his many crimes? Who's protecting him? For what purpose? How does he live with himself? How does he sleep at night? In two generations, the family went from escaping the Nazis to doing business with the Nazi bank of choice. From endowing Jewish causes to allying with anti-Semitic white nationalists. And from surviving the Holocaust to authorizing a blue state genocide. This is the real Jared Kushner for shame. And that's Greg O'Lear. I thought that was brilliant and incredible. All right, you little brat. What the fuck? Cranky old man. Sit down. You hear this? The way he talks to me? Cranky old man. My little baby. He's baby, but he's he's a crank. He's cranky. Why are you cranky? Will you just stop being cranky? Ow. I, look. He doesn't like this. <laughs> I know, honey. I just, I want to tell him, don't, the show's almost over. We will get together... We will cuddle in bed with the cats. It's don't worry, I will pet you. I will pet your head. All right, guys. <laughs> I know. I'm I know I usually don't read that long of an article, but I when I read it this morning, I I thought this is brilliant and also it needs to get out there. Why isn't this on corporate media? You see what I mean? They allowed him to get away with all of those crimes. They could have ta- cho- chosen to repeatedly go after it, the, all the crimes. Talking about Khashoggi or the, the bailout of 666 Fifth Avenue and on. What about his security clearance? And how did the Saudis get this classified information to, for the, this, this effing sociopath 
to carry out a purge of his enemies. Where did he get that from? If the media wanted to, they could put all their energy into that. They have the resources. Instead, you know, we might get a hit from uh, somebody in a foreign land. It's less, it's usually, let's go back to the polls. Let's see who's up in the polls, who's down in the polls. What do they think? What do the polls say about the um, bailout of 666 Fifth Avenue? How interesting how it coincided with the blockade uh, the blockade of uh, Qatar and then how all of a sudden uh, Jared Kushner's financial woes were over. It's such... It's, it is a, a fucking disgrace and an insult to everyone who ever gave their life for democracy. These scums. They are, they're the parasites riding the, us and the entire system to the bank. And how much longer? How much longer? I, you know, I really wanted to do the other, let me just play this as we just going out. Well, I wanted to play this video of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Everybody's talking about it. <laughs> She's such a dumbass. Another thing. You know, why don't up in the polls, down in the polls? Why don't you just use your platform, corporate media, and expose the the corruption, expose the morons? Don't just ask people. That's another thing they do. They go to Marjorie Taylor Greene's district and they'll interview people. What do you think? Why do you like? That's not fucking news, honey. That is not news. Why don't you expose her? Expose her bullshit origin story. They don't. And, and, and like, for example, when Michael Cohen testified to what we already know, that, of course, Trump is a con man, but the whole birther thing, he said he sent detectives to Hawaii. That was a fucking lie. It was a bold-faced lie, and what that? What did the media do? They reported it as if it was true. They don't back it up. They didn't send anybody to validate it and verify it. They just took the word of a tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam. Oh, he sent people to Hawaii. No, he didn't. And they uncovered very... Uh, amazing things like nobody's ever seen and thank you River for your super chat I love 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 this show thank you River I love 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 you I love you I do I love you guys I don't know how I would get through life without you I keep saying I'm gonna quit the show but I'm I can't I can't quit you I can't quit you guys. I don't want to. Because when... At least when the future looks back on this time, they're gonna... They will watch this show. They're gonna say, yeah, they weren't all fucked up. They were trying. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, uh, actually, what time is it? It's 11.22. Holy shit, I gotta get to bed. Here, let's just play this and... Because I have 
something to say. <laughs> do do I never have some something not to say? Did I say that right? I think I did. I don't know if you saw Troy Nels, a, a colleague of mine, Republican colleague of mine, reveal today uh, on his Twitter about how his one of his one of his staff caught Capitol Police in his office taking pictures of uh, his whiteboard in his office. That came out today. So we have the Capitol Police. Now, I don't think it's the rank and file. I think it is those in charge in the administration. Oh, okay. And Nancy Pelosi Nancy is Pelosi. using them like political sending well here's they're they're positioning themselves as victims of course but if the capitol police chief was actually in this guy's office taking a picture of the whiteboard what's on the fucking whiteboard i'm sure many of the capitol police who are traumatized by you marjorie taylor green and the rest of your traitorous gop fascist prick hole asshole goddamn monsters show the the monster show running around there they're they're trying to gather evidence what was on the whiteboard was it something about you being a traitor or him being a traitor anyway the capitol police say that he's he's of course lying it says that the congressman's claim that his uh, check of his off off open office is illegal um wait hold on so they said the capitol police chief thomas manager or manger manger whatever said tuesday that an officer conducted a security check of a capitol hill office that was left open rejecting the congressman's claim that the police were involved in a legal probe last november in a twitter thread on tuesday Representative Troy Nels, of a Republican, of course, of Texas, claimed without evidence, of course, this is what they do. It's like Karl Rove calling a press conference saying, the Democrats bugged my office when he bugged his own fucking office. That's, and, they, and they call the press conference. This is what they do. They're crooks. They're liars. They hate democracy. And the, instead of working for democracy, they're out there coming up with little scams to fuck with everybody so they can destroy democracy. And part of my French. The Capitol Police Intelligence Division investigated my office illegally, and one of my staffers caught them in the act. Well, keep on stirring the pot against people who are uh, already traumatized. That's what they're doing. They're trying to make enemies of all of the stopgaps to their fascism. Anyone, it's like the FBI. The FBI is now an enemy to the Republicans because they're going after the traitors, the seditionists, and Matt Getz. I know I repeat because he's a fucking traitor too. Nels accused the Capitol Police leadership after one of the officers entered his office in Longworth House office building with no prior notice on November 20th. 2021 ahead of the thanksgiving break and took pictures of a whiteboard the officer filed a report raising concerns about the content on the whiteboard which included mentions of body armor what were they talking about you see what i mean so they're vilifying the capitol police he's getting evidence 
that this guy's a goddamn traitor and this traitor is out there saying the Capitol Police are corrupt. So the officer filed a report raising concerns about the contents of the whiteboard, which included mentions of body armor and a poorly drawn map of the Rayburn, Rayburn House office building, which is also part of the Capitol complex, that had an X on on one of the building's entrances. That's what he was taking pictures of. What are you doing? Why are you putting a map on there and putting an X? Who are you showing this to? Why is there um, a note about body armor? Why did the... Who wore the body armor? That scumbag. I can't remember his name. Body armor. You know, one of these, these traitors. Armor capital. One of the guys on the ch- you guys on the chat will know. I know. Let me see. You know what I mean. Mo Brooks. Mo Brooks. Yep. 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 Thank you guys. <clears throat> In a statement Tuesday, Manger dismissed Nell's suggestion that the officer who entered the Longworth building was acting on behalf of an intelligence-gathering operation. The officer who walked into Nell's office, Manger said, because the door had been left open, and it's protocol for Capitol Police officers to check whenever an office is left unattended. So they're creating enemies. Oh, the Capitol Police. They're like uh, what no, Marjorie Taylor Greene said. They're like the uh, Gestapo. What did she say? Not Gestapo. They're uh, Gestapo. I can't. Now I can't pronounce it. Gestapo. That cold soup. Because they're stupid. Morons. And on top of it, they have power because the damn whole damn system's corrupt if a member's office oh yeah i read that manger said that monday uh that the monday after the agent stepped into nels's office capitol police personnel followed up with the lawmaker's staff about the issue and determined no further action or investigation was needed no case investigation was ever initiated or conducted into the representative or his staff so uh, it makes me very suspicious because guess who's probably going to be exposed as part of the in, the the insurrection caucus? This guy. He's covering his ass. It's like Trump or any of them going uh, accusing others of the very thing of which they are guilty. It's their um, you know they're laying the groundwork for the people to nullify nullify the insurrection to think oh yeah you know both sides both sides unreal Nels in an interview with the Washington Post said he is not questioning Capitol Police protocol or the office's decision to enter his office to conduct a security check and that he's not against the rank and file. They have to walk that fine line. It's the, that's why Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying, it's the higher ups. It's not the regular guys and gals. They're the best. I love them, you know. And when you arrest somebody, don't be too nice. They, uh, you know, they love them. And bang their heads a little when you arrest them. If they have darker pigment. 
if they're white, you you just I don't know, take it, take the cattle prods, take the uh, when they hit you over the head and steal your riot shield. You just say, oh, well, okay, <laughs> thank you. Good, you patriots on a tourist visit or Antifa or Black Lives Matter or um, legitimate political discoursers. Nels explained that the writing on the board, which included reports of faulty made Chinese body armor, oh, were related to legislation his office was working on. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, well can we see that legislation? You got any drafts of it handy? You're working on it so hard it's on your whiteboard. Must somebody must be taking notes. Oh, okay. Yeah. We we got to take his word for it. I got it. Nels noted that he's been a very very vocal critic of the House Select Committee investigating January 6th. I wonder why. The, the storming of the Capitol by a pro-Trump mob and said he thinks he was being targeted. Everyone's targeting the fascists. All they want to do is overthrow democracy. Why can't we leave them alone? Freedom. They need the freedom to overthrow democracy. Freedom. I am very aware of January 6th. I believe it was a law enforcement issue and a law enforcement failure. Really? Honey, it was a goddamn insurrection that you're part of. I find this more than just a mere coincidence that pictures are going to be taken of my legislative priorities and shared with intelligence agents who then shared the picture with a supervisor in an intelligence shop. Well, because you're a traitor. You're a traitor. All right, well, back to Marjorie Taylor Greene. We'll finish this up and call it a night. Our offices, none of us know, have they been in our offices at night? We no, don't they know, haven't. Probably. What have they taken pictures of and why? They're not allowed in here. They're not allowed to do that. But they're, Take, they're going after what do you all got? of us. But they're also going after the American people. Oh, you Did see? You, know- you see what they do? The, this is part of their whole game. Matt Getz does it. They all do it. They're like, oh, they're not going after me. The federal, the feds aren't investigating me for child sex trafficking. They're investigating you when they're investigate when they're coming after me for being a corrupt piece of wasted life who likes to uh, bang underage girls in a party and pay them by Venmo. He, he also likes to do this in front of other people. That's, yeah, uh, I mean, there's a, a lot of theories about that, too, that men who like, well, it's, a, it's like a, they're closeted. They want to have sex with women in front of other men because it's really the man that's like, they're getting off on. But anyway, I don't know what's, what Matt Getz's deal is, but apparently he likes to um, have sex with underage girls in front of his friend Joel Greenberg. What a, what, a, what a piece of dirt these people are. 
Oh, he loves Jesus, though, right? He loves Jesus, mom, apple pie, Jesus, stars, bars, eagles, and uh, uh, Purple's Mountain's majesty. That if a constituent of mine wants to come visit me in my office or... Who wants to visit her? What constituent? When she did her a little stint on a public access station that didn't it wasn't fox news it wasn't any other propaganda outlets uh nobody was screening the calls her constituents called in and told her she was a disgrace and an embarrassment i don't know why they voted but uh it's probably a lot of gerrymandering and ugh indifference i suppose i don't know how do these people get elected constituents want to visit their representative the capitol police will investigate them which is absolutely absurd they're investigating our staff looking at their social media yeah checking into you're people traitor. that go to our events outside of because outside you're of traitors mm-hmm. you're so traitors completely out of control not only do we have the dc jail which is the dc gulag but now we have nancy pelosi's gazpacho Pel- police spying on members of congress spying on the legislative work that we do spying on our staff and spying on american citizens that want to come talk to their representatives <sighs> This government has turned into something it was never meant to be, and it's time. You don't even know what gazpacho is. So what do you know what the government was never meant to be? I know it's, yeah, it's supposed to be a constitutionally limited, multiracial, democratic republic. That's what it's supposed to be, Nancy Pelosi. I can't stand her i i can't i can't abide these people i i can't stomach them they're the worst the absolute worst nancy Pelosi, gazpacho these are fucking morons infesting our body politic with their poison oh my god I know. I'm sorry. I can't get through five words before I cut myself off. I can't. I can't. It's it's enough. I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. I'm sorry. All right, guys, 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 guys. We got a lot more to talk about, but oh well. It's 11.37 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I gotta get unconscious. Don't you too? gazpacho mmm delicious gazpacho I like soup I don't I don't think I've ever had gazpacho I'm on a soup kick I've been eating a lot of soup and potatoes the 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 food of my people Ireland potatoes are good are they are they fattening I've been eating a lot of them I wonder. One time I was gaining weight. I didn't know why. I was like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm like, my clothes are tight. But I was eating a lot of granola. <laughs> Apparently granola is very high in calories. I had, I didn't know. I was just like, wow, wow. Chowing down. I thought I was eating, I thought it was like eating air. It didn't count. So, yes. Terry Taylor, her voice. Ugh, really? It's like a rake on a chalkboard i can't take it 
gets Nancy Pelosi and Gaspacho. This is never supposed to be like that, Gaspacho. Who who can stand her? I don't understand it. It's it's really unreal. And Jim Jordan, another one who he's screaming and I can't stand his voice. I can't stand all of them. Wolf Boy, Matt Getz. These are not impressive people. I mean, Jared Kushner, the little prick criminal, monster, a monster. What kind of monster knows that an autocrat is luring a journalist into an embassy so he can dismember them, that person alive, and he does nothing? Well, he's making deals, you know? Uh, that's how much they love democracy, you see? They love it so much, they want to take a bone saw to all the pillars of democracy, and that's what they're doing. Might as well take a bone saw, take a bone saw to, to democracy. They might as well, if George Washington were alive, they'd take a bone saw to him, metaphorically. You know it. If this were the time of the revolution, these fuckers would be the loyalists. They would be pining for King George to trickle on their mouths. Oh, trickle, trickle. It's your, it, that's our natural lord. Oh, yeah. You better believe it. And they'd be like, Nandy Balousy. All right, guys, you're the best. I want to thank Richard W. for your super chat and Jim for your super chat and Errol Thomas. Thank you so much for your super chat. And thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. And thank you, River. For your super chats, still you still got time for super chats. You still can go. Well, you can do this on your on your own time. Go to the iTunes, the Tarabuster iTunes, and give the show a good review. We haven't had a good review in a while. Oh, we haven't had a review in a while. And I wonder. I just wonder. Are we are we having any new? Uh, review is I don't know what I'm saying and um, <clears throat> you can also go to YouTube no 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 not there you go there to watch the show youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tower Buster you can also go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to become a patron keep the show going and growing and yes as SS 1964 says, they would have been in the SS. Absolutely. They would be the brown shirts. They would have been, you know, early adopters of the Nazi uh, atrocities. Oh, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. And that's what they're trying to do here. They're so, they're fascist in their souls and they can't help it. That's why they sound like it. They act like it. They don't even, they think it's under the guise of patriotism. Burning books, taking books out of libraries. Say, like, I don't care. If it was up to me, I'd put them all on the pyre. And applause, applause. You're, you're, what? Where, what? 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 What, what, what? Where, what year is this? Where am I? All right, guys, it is, we had an epic terror buster tonight. That's like on a, almost four hours of unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And 
We will win. Junior. He's staring at me. That's right. We will win, Junior. Right? Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Oh, you little bastard. You little bastard. <coughs> Cranky bastard. We're on the right side of history. Yes. Well, I'm telling you. We are. Some people say I look like Tara Jr. That if I were a cat, it would look like this. <laughs> or if he was a cat, I mean a human, he would look like me. Okay. We are on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. And I will see you and Mark C. as our guest on Friday. I'll see you all. I'll see you on Friday night. Bye.